The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. World premiere. Ladies and gentlemen, a horrible gamers podcast show number 337 being recorded on January the 17th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, and I'm today. I'm joined by my friend from Little Ohio, eating all the corn. The mayor is back, Steve Willier. Welcome back, Steve. Welcome. Yeah, yep, eating all mm. this corn over here. Mm. When is corn season? You in Ohio? asked me that a couple of weeks ago. I don't Did know. Did I? Do you know, like, do you know the official corn season starts and end? No. Does corn? Does it only grow in like the the nice months, or does it grow in the winter? Uh, it grows only in the it, nice months. It's like late summer, early fall. Late, so late summer, early fall. Okay. All right. Do you guys like do you like the squirrel thing and just dig some holes in the ground and hide it? So if you run out, you can just like undig them and get them later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have these big like if you go out in the country, they have these big like you know grain silos and stuff like that. People put their corn in or take it to elevators and all that. But I'm the city boy, Jesus. You know this. There's no corn in the city. What's wrong with you? It's, yeah, it's packaged. <laughs> From the East Coast, somewhere near Jersey, Normie! That would be me, in Jersey, (laughs) near it, because I'm in it. Hey, everybody. Oh, you are in Jersey. I am in Jersey. See, I knew that. I knew that. See, I got it pretty close. You were. You were so close. (laughs) I was guessing, but I was there. Like, I was there. I didn't even need to guess. I was just there. See? Yeah. Right on the money. Hey, Welcome everybody. to the show, Normie. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good? It's going good. It's been a while since we've had you on. I know. It's been a long time. I miss you guys. Yeah, we it's miss you, too. It's an honor to be here. Mm, yeah. Fuck yeah. And from somewhere in the Patreon world, <laughs> our Patreon machine, Michael Sitch, a.k.a. Leahy is... Back. Welcome. Well, he's he's a guest for the first time. Actually, he's not back. He's just a, a first time guest. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah, People, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers. You can follow us on Facebook at horrible gamers podcast. That is our page. In our page, there is a link to our group, which is horrible gamers podcast community. It is a close group on Facebook. So that means anything you post in the group stays in the group pretty much. To join that group, all you got to do is obviously have a Facebook account. You search for us. You click join group. There's going to be a few questions you have to answer. We have those questions in place just so we know you're not a bot or somebody who's trying to sell Ray Bonds at like 40% off or whatever. And whatever the fuck, you know, people do that all the time, dude. They join like these public groups and they go, I got 50% off Ray Bonds. You, you want some? <laughs> you want some? <laughs> yes. Probably just to keep you That's off crazy. of there, Jesus. You're probably 
trying to sell mm-hmm. stuff. We found out you sell things online last week on Amazon. And, yeah, you're an Amazon yeah. seller. You're probably, Amazon you're seller. probably some fake those. profile that's trying to sell stuff on Facebook. You're probably try, you probably got like 30 PS5s. You're probably selling them for like $1,200 a piece. I bought all the PS5s locally. Roll into PS5 money. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but I want to quick shout out to our friends over at Patreon at patreon.com or patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers that support the show with the monies like our friend Michael Sitch, who's on the show today. Welcome. Woo! I know him. I know him. Yeah, I know him too. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Jason Sams. Robert Noble. Sean Patrick, Chad, Brandon Willier, Vader Holic, The Commandalorian, Native Lives Matter, Henley M, Jesse Kraft, Porkchopu, The Mayo, Robbie Wheat, Adam Sunday, John Jerome, Evan Tanaka, Jonathan Big D Hall, and Bill. <laughs> he changed his name on here. Says here, Bill, <laughs> the biggest D, Garner the second. <laughs> oh my god! Jonathan might have oh something dear. to say about that. <laughs> Bill, the biggest D, Garner the second. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I wonder what that could mean for maybe donuts? Uh, digits? This needs to become a Patreon thing. Who the fuck can come up with the funniest shit for me to read off every week? Yeah, who, who else had a really good one? I remember a while back there was a, a confusing one that we had there. It was something that was unique. Yeah, I forget, man. There's there's so many of them, but I love you guys. Thank you for being Patreons, and thank you for making me laugh there. I honestly just noticed that right now. I didn't, I didn't even, like, scan the list before. I just fucking read it off, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Bill, for making me laugh, man. And uh, so I guess you now are the biggest D, Garner the second. Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> dog yeah <laughs> anyways you can also support the show by heading on over to stitcher.com forward slash premium and sign up for a premium account using promo code horrible gamers that's promo code horrible gamers all caps no spaces quick shout out to our friends over at stitcher when you join you get a free month of said stitcher premium you can sign up for a year for 34.99 for a whole year or month to month for 4.99 a month with stitcher premium you get access to ad free listening exclusive content exclusive podcast and so much more so why not head on over to stitcher it's a good deal and sign up for a premium account normie for for free if you use, use promo code horrible gamers it's a good a idea month. But it's a, it's a pretty good idea. Sounds you good get a free month. You get to check it out, and if you don't like it, you can always cancel. But we suggest that you keep that. You keep it forever. Yeah. Absolutely. And Redbubble, you can head on over to Redbubble and search for horrible gamers in the search bar at Redbubble. You can have access to our merchandise where you can buy a t-shirt, a sweater, a hoodie, a blanket, some socks, a clock, maybe some big blocks of acrylic block <laughs> a big one yeah you can buy all that 
All that's available, right, Mayo? It's all available over on Redbubble. Just yeah. head on over there and buy some stuff. Definitely. Bye. Good way to support. Yeah, and good, yeah. a fun, cool thing to have. Hell yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, uh, you know what? Leahy, everyone that I know is always wondering, you know... Everywhere that I go, every fucking place, everyone's always asking for acrylic blocks. And I'm like, yo, if you guys would just buy some, you would have the acrylic block. But now you don't you don't buy, you don't think about this stuff. And then when you need it, you don't have it. So it's better to just have it. Have it and so not when need you it. Need it. Did not have it. Exactly. That's right. You just never know. Oh, Mayo's got a nice little mouse pad over there. That's well, coasters. We got, we, got, we got the HP oh, coasters. Oh, a very small there. mouse pad, Normie. Mayo uses the tiniest what? mouse in the world. It's like a bigger mouse. That's right. Yeah, so oh, some coasters. Stuff. Yeah. And quick shout out to our friends, Ricky Alfares, for the intro and outro music to the podcast, as well as MechMod, broke for free for the outro music that was used for years, and Father and Twistix for the intro music that was used for a long time as well on the show. Thanks to all of you music makers for, for putting, you know, letting us use your music on the podcast. Also, if you have any music that you like to submit to us that's your music and you want to give us the rights to use your music on the show... Just just email us <laughs> horriblegamerspodcast at gmail.com. We'll we'll get your music. We'll get it. We'll get it. Mm. There you go. They'll do it. Yeah, we'll put it on the show. As long as it's good. We know some some hobo ass shit. Like what the hell is this? You know right, right, Mayo? That's right. Like what is this? A fucking love song about your ex yeah. and your dog and she took your dog and she took your truck and oh. but she... the ex was a dog. <laughs> Sounds like some Ohio country. <laughs> <laughs> you lost your house. She took your dog. She took your truck. Bunch of shit. Oh, you know, like we don't want to hear that. That's the intro music to the podcast. Yeah. We just got through that through 2020. So, yeah, right. So, anyways, Normie, tell us what you've been playing for the last few weeks. Now, what 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 are you into lately? What have you been playing? It's 2021, New Year, New Normie. What's going on? Oh, I like that new normie. New haircut. Yeah, right? Um, exactly. New year, new yeah. normie. New normie, new year. Um, actually, <laughs> I've, I've actually picked up two games. Um, one is a newer game, and the other one's like really not new at all. Mm -hmm. But uh, for Christmas, I had requested Cyberpunk, even though I knew that it had a lot of issues to it. Um, and I don't have the newest Xbox. So I did get Cyberpunk. I probably only put in like a couple of hours into it. Um, I don't know if I like it or not just yet because the camera angles are so wobbly and I'm just like, I didn't realize it was first person shooter. So I'm like, oh, I got to take like a lot of ibuprofen and some ocean sickness medicine and then sit down and do it. And because it is so adult theme, like it feels uncomfortable to play in front of the family. right? <laughs> so I kind of have to like, bide my time so saturday mornings when everybody's asleep i feel okay playing with it um so i haven't put a lot of love into that the other game i did pick up because somehow miraculously a ps4 showed up under my christmas tree this past year <laughs> that i may or may not have put there myself i actually That's bought the, the last of us yeah, they're like, what's that box? I'm like, I don't know. Let's open it up. And ta -da, there was an Xbox. Nah. I mean, a PlayStation 4. 
So I ended up buying The Last of Us because I wanted a game and I wanted to buy something not expensive, just something to kind of have to start working on. And um, for those of you, I mean, it's an old game, so I really don't think this is much of a spoiler who hasn't no. played it yet. But I always thought it was a story about a father and his daughter. But in the first 15 minutes, I realized there's no daughter <laughs> after that. So that was, I'm like, whoa, Doesn't how that did I sad? this game so fat? Wasn't that sad? <laughs> like, like when that yes. happened? Like, fuck, was, man. I'm like, yeah, like that. Yeah, that moment that was really shocking. Was really sad for me when I first experienced that. Cause I mean, my daughter was like very little when that game first came out. She was like maybe a year old or two, and like just that whole feeling of you know, like that dude's daughter died, and I thought I'm like fuck, like that has to be the worst thing in the fucking world to happen to anybody, let alone the apocalypse yeah. is happening, and then your kid gets fucking killed in front of you. You know, it's like, what do you do in that situation? You know, like damn man, it was it was horrible. Yeah, it was it was definitely shocking because I don't know why in my head I thought it was a story about like a, a father and daughter, almost like a um, Lee Everett and Clementine, right on, on the Walking Dead, no. the Telltale games. Kind of so, it's when you meet Ellie and you kind okay. of the way you progress. So maybe the game. that's where I was like crossing those lines. I'm not there yet. Um, I played a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I have a pretty busy schedule. And then another game that I've been playing off and on, which is usually mostly with your community, is Among Us. And Ooh. that game just does not does not get boring. Uh, it's more fun with a group, more Definitely. than anything. People that you know, right? Because I, I was babysitting last couple weeks ago and the little kids wanted to play. And they're all like on a tablet and I'm on a phone. And they're all running over quickly to see if I'm the imposter. I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't work this way. Or I would hear one giggle, and I'm like, well, I know who the imposter is now. <laughs> or they go kill somebody, and I hear it because they didn't mute it, and you hear, I'm like, well, now I know who the imposter is. <laughs> so that makes it really hard to play yeah. that way. And to play with people you don't know um, is much harder. Uh, I also purchased it on the Switch, and it's hard to type on the Switch. So it was probably not the best investment because it's really hard can't to you, kind of talk things out. Can't you use the touchscreen on the Switch to type? Well, I actually don't. I actually watch it all on the big screen. So I don't take off the you don't, Switch. You don't play I'm, it on... Maybe you should try playing it like just like mobily on the Switch. And I should like, try that. Maybe you, a, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming that it should let you use the touchscreen and type, right? That I don't know, but I didn't think about doing that. I kind of like the big screen thing, and I like that I don't know like all the rooms and stuff because then nobody knows if I'm imposter or not. Because I'm really being honest. I'm like, I don't know what room it was in, or I don't know, it was the blue guy. So it kind of makes it more fun that way. Um, but that's really all I've been playing. Uh, I was hoping to have a little more game time in these last couple of weeks. But it hasn't quite worked out that way. But I still feel like I'm still being part of that community. So, you know. Yeah, I definitely. I like chatting with all you guys. You could, you could probably try Among Us on your Xbox. I think it's on Game Pass now. Yeah, they added it to Game Pass. Did they, so they finally added maybe, it to the Xbox. Maybe the typing on there would be easier. If you want to be on your TV. Yes, it's possible. It's very possible. So, you know, I like it's just a fun game, right? And it's good because, you know, they can last anywhere from five to ten minutes. Well, and I, I just like the, everybody throwing everybody under the bus. I know with the Xbox that you can download the app on your phone and use that to type as well. Yeah. Okay. So, 
that would probably be that the makes it much easier. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that game has yeah. really uh, is it's a really good game to play with friends. You're right, Normie. Like, especially in the community when, like, in our community, when every t- every time I played, it's, it's usually like Mayo Sun and a few other people that I like. Maybe I know you, Normie, but I don't know like the other people there. You know, like I've game with right. them maybe once in a while, or I've talked to them casually here and there, or they listen to the show or something random, and so I don't really know them. And it's, and it's cool to be able to, like, sit there and, like, really tr- fuck with people, you know? Because they don't know me, and I don't know them, so I could just sit there and kind of bullshit them, you know? It's like that one time when I won that one match when me and you were... Was it me and you were the imposters, right? right? Yeah. And I was yes. just quiet the whole time, and they just kept arguing with each other. And I was just sitting there just quiet the whole well, see, that, time. And That should have been the first giveaway right there. You're never quiet. Yeah. So if you're quiet, that should have been no like one, number one. No so, one ever like, questioned me. They were just arguing with each Because they were too busy arguing with each other that I was just sitting there like, like oh, yeah, let's all vote brown. <laughs> yeah, I, let's I vote him out. Like, I would have picked Jesus right off the so rip. Funny. I'm like, this dude is way too quiet. <laughs> way too sus. Yeah. Yeah, but that's his point, is you know Jesus, so that would be, you know. Yeah, but these guys didn't out. really know me, you know, so it was, it was, it was, I think it was your son, Mayo, and Justice, and, oh, I'm sure. and somebody else, and they just kept arguing with each other, and they're like, no, it's you, it's you, and, and they, they actually were able to figure Normie out, because Normie was in there trying to chime in, and, and they were yeah, like, it's Normie, like- but... That was near the end, sort of, where they got Normie out, but there was still me in there, so I was able to kill him off. <laughs> and the worst part is I had done zero kills. It was all Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> I'm innocent. I killed nobody, and yet you all finger me. Anyways, it sucks, man. And, yeah. you know, the more you fight, the more guilty you look, so I'm like, well, I'm screwed either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so it was it was a fun time playing with, uh, with the community. Like, you know, that game... Like, like Normie said, it's best to play, I think, with, like, not randoms, but be able to chat with people and actually talk to them, you know? Because typing things out, you really can't can't tell, like, if somebody's lying or not, you know? Like, when somebody talks, it's way easier to tell if they're lying or not when you hear the tone of their voice or, you know, the inflection, or if they're saying something, you know, like, oh, you know, like, are you are you answering this or you're asking me a question you know like did normie do it or normie did it like what are you are you stating something or are you asking something you know what i mean is so like you can't really tell that by somebody typing things out you know um yeah i feel like this, yeah, this is way game, better in voice i mean yeah oh yeah it, it's so sure. it, it just ups it a notch you know like, like text chat is okay even if we're all in the same group and we know each other it's okay in text but when you get in voice when you can hear it like you said their voice and you know like this guy's lying, <laughs> you know, or or he's just trying to like come up with something, and you know he's he's not doing a very good job, or or you know he can just tell why he's talking, that he's thinking, and trying to come up with an alibi in some form and and stuff. So and the best part is when you're telling the truth and no one believes you, and they still kick you out. So you know it just yeah, it makes it a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, no, I swear it was not me this time. But nope, I would get voted out. But it makes it so much fun. And before you know it, at least for me, I remember the first night we played, Mayo's like, I got to get to bed in like four hours. Or I have to get up for work in four hours. I'm like, well, I thought he told me he doesn't, you know, he doesn't go to bed or work till four or get up till four. And I looked at my clock. I'm like, midnight? How the heck did I just put in four hours? Like, it just slipped by. Yeah. That is how addictive and fun this game is. And usually games tend to do that. But they go so fast, and it's so interactive. 
that to me it like it felt 30 minutes that I was on the computer. That's the best type of game when when you know you you know you like a game or you're really enjoying a game when that happens to you when you're like think that like 30 minutes have gone by and you look up and it's been like four hours and you're like oh fuck it's daytime <laughs> oh shit <laughs> how did that well, happen cyberpunk I was playing it and I just lost six hours I looked up and it was midnight and I was like what the hell I just got home from work <laughs> yeah it, right. Oh man, Legend of a Gaia would do that to me all the time. But you know, it's like you just get sucked into a game, and like this one, it's just like before you know it. Like I see why people, you know, make this like, like a hobby for the rest of their lives. I don't know. I've been playing video games since I was four, so to me, this is like second nature. But it just feels like like homey, like coming home and sitting on the couch and drinking a nice cup of coffee or a nice cup of cup of hot chocolate. It's like sit down and play your games. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, it definitely has that board game mentality. Yeah. Yeah. But so, if that's all you played, Normie, I guess. That's I all I played. I don't think I played anything else. Animal Crossing, after 600 hours, I had to put it down once I, you know, um, I was not quarantined anymore I, and was able to go out and go to work. I, you know, I need to get back to that game. My island is probably like all destroyed at this point. <laughs> you have roaches everywhere. I went probably. back and I had to, um, cause I missed Halloween. I missed Thanksgiving and I almost missed Christmas. So on my break, I went back and I time traveled and I picked the weeds out to like my eyeballs couldn't handle anymore and killed a lot of roaches in my house and finally caught up and did all the specials that I had missed. Nice. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing about Animal Crossing is that it's not a game that requires, like, it doesn't, you don't, you're not forced to play it, but, like, something about it is so addicting. Like, there really is a huge community behind this game that is always, like, doing cool-ass shit on their island. Like, I'm part of this Facebook group where, like, all people talk about is Animal Crossing. And some people post pictures of their islands, and I'm just, like, fucking mind blown like how did you achieve yeah. this like one there was this chick who posted like her island looked like space like she was on the moon or something like she had a awesome. fucking moon she had a moon lander and like the fucking flag and like everything looked like the moon i was like what the fuck it was fucking nuts i was like that is insane like how, how do people come up with these ideas you and just the fact my island yeah, I remember I visited that one time where you had like the Japanese theme going on, and and it was pretty dope. I liked it uh, compared to my. I had a new one, oh. a new island. Oh, because I told you this when I had my son, his friend invited oh. him to go. Like, you couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't switch my game over. I had yeah. to buy a new switch, and the game didn't carry over. So I had to restart over yeah. four hundred hours into this game. I was pissed. So my island looks very different now from the first one. That's cool. See, I got to go check it out. Yeah, Normie had a fucking dope island. The first island she had, guys, was like all Japanese theme. And like she had like a little restaurant. She had a little dining area. Yeah. She had all kinds of cool shit going around. The, the carnival. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, my island compared to any of these people's islands looks oh. like a hobo ass fucking <laughs> homeless camp. <laughs> I got like a fucking homeless camp on my island. <laughs> you got a oh station over here. Yeah, I got a house over here in the corner. <laughs> Everyone has roads I saw and a, shit. A news article just the other day talking about Oregon and like how the homeless problem, like the homeless communities along the road. <laughs> so 
You know, yeah. Oregon, dude, honestly, like, like people, like, like, was the article was saying that, like, yes, we, Oregon is one of the nicest places in the country to live in, because we, it really is, like, we have huge forests, a lot of, like, wild land, and, like, a lot of animals and shit that are roaming around, we got, like, fucking, we got bears and eagles and shit that you could see randomly, you know, and all this shit, and, like, a bunch of, ri- I think Oregon has, like, one of the most rivers in the country, like, we have a shitload of rivers, they're just everywhere, but at the same time, people are saying that, that, yes, Oregon's one of the nicest places to live in, and you got all this nice shit, but the, one of the things that people don't realize is how expensive it is to live here, and just the cost of living, and how how many homeless people there are in Oregon. There's a lot of homeless people, dude. And the truth is, like, the city of Portland and, like, the big cities, they don't do nothing about it. They don't have shelters. They don't have, like, anywhere for these homeless people to go. So these people are just, like, literally camping on the fucking side of highways. And, like, it's just kind of like, it kind of like people think of Oregon and they think, oh, everything's all nice and clean. And yes, it sort of is for the most part. But then you get into like the city and shit. And like where I worked, dude, on my way to work, there's like three homeless camps, like on that fucking road. And they're just like hundreds of tents <laughs> just fucking with people in this. And they're just living like in the trees and shit, dude. It's fucking weird, man. And they got fucking parked cars and they have cars and they have all this shit. But like, they don't. They can't afford a house. You know, like it's that expensive, man. That's it, it rough, sucks. Man. That's rough. Yeah, Oregon is really weird. It's just the cost of living is really expensive. That's all it is. I think, you know, because like renting like a, it's like a one bedroom apartment in the city, like in Portland itself. If you rent a one bedroom apartment, it's like eighteen hundred. The cheapest maybe you could find. Holy cow, man! That's the that's cheapest. Nuts. That's the cheapest you might be. And like that's, and like, like I have a friend of mine who lives like in kind of like a rougher part of Portland, like kind of like not the ghetto ghetto, but like not the nicest part of Portland, and he's paying like eighteen hundred for like a two bedroom, and that's like on the rough part of town. Now you want to live in the nice part of town, that shit goes up a lot. You're paying like over two wow. grand for a two bedroom apartment, an apartment. That's insane. <laughs> Something you don't own yeah that's crazy yeah and i know people pay mortgages that are like yeah i pay for my mortgage a thousand dollars a month or (laughs) yeah exactly you know and there's people out here paying like like rent like more than a thousand dollars for like a two-bedroom fucking apartment they don't even own you know and yeah so that's why the homeless crisis here is bad mayo it's bad Mm mm-hmm we send them all to Ohio, live in the cornfields. <laughs> Get them shucking corn for a living. That's right. Catching the field mice. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, I guess one game that I've been playing this week, gentlemen, is in, in Lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought oh. it was a gentleman. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk, as normally was saying, you know, uh, and, and Leahy was saying, Cyberpunk, man, it's just a mind-blowing game. The... the the scope of it and, and, and the level of detail and the, the experiences that I've had in this game really can't compare to anything that I've played this year. Like, like yes, there's other games that I've enjoyed, but I, as far as, like, a game that has, like, had me thinking about it even weeks after I beat it, like, even the other day, I beat it, like, a few weeks ago, and I still think about that game. I'm like, fuck, I should go back and play that. <laughs> I should go back. Uh, like, whatever, like, I think to myself, what are you going to do, Jesus? You beat the game already. It's like, no, no, but I, I, I could do like this. I could, I could, I could explore this part of town. <laughs> I could go here. 
maybe I'll find something here. And it's just like I'm like I'm trying to think in my head like how can I extend my gameplay? You know, like how can I make it last longer? Like, like this is such a good game that I don't want to leave that world. I don't want to leave that universe. Um, it's so fucking well, cool, have, man. They have hidden things in there too, right? They do. I would pick up like paper and stuff. So you know, like little things you can pick up, little trinkets. So, um, I mean, if you haven't done that, that's always a nice thing, if that's your kind of thing to do. But you're right. The graphics from even on my, you know, ex-Scorpio, they still look really nice. And I haven't had any glitchy problems with mine. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like like the most most of the glitches and parts, you know, there's some glitches in the game. But the, the, the ones that are suffering the most, I think, are the old G, like the the ps4 original and like the xbox original and the, the xbox. xbox yeah and the 1s yeah i think the 1s is still suffering from some of the issues as well but they're really bad like <laughs> like those issues are, are are kind of like insane like like you look at some of the videos people have released of like like just how much problems the shit has like we're legit yeah. there's things that are just missing from the game like like text or like a an asset that's supposed to be there is just gone. Just that's like... the worst. <laughs> and it actually says on there like asset one A. <laughs> like it has like a thing where like like the developer <laughs> was like supposed to put the asset there, but it's just not there. Like it's just gone. Like it's just like oh no, like, this is gone so, or like really weird. What about you trying to so, mess around with the mods? So like I know that there's different mods out there to get different things to work and everything's like have you tried looking in the community to see not in our community but the modding community to see if there's something new way of playing and i know that i know that uh they've released a few mods in the game some of them that, that changes some of the dialogue options for certain people and some of it that relate that changes their relationship options for some people like we were talking about last week how like if you have a mod where uh you can be a male v or whatever straight male v i guess and then uh, you can like romance uh what's her name with a pen? uh no judy a judy the asian chick yeah with the tattoos yeah you can you can romance her because by default the only person that can romance her is if you're a male or if you're a female uh v so she, i guess she's lesbian or something and and that's the only way you can romance her but they they have the full dialogue in there like like as for some reason they, they must have switched that at the end or something but there's a full dialogue judy that talks to you as a male v and you can mod that into the game and enable that too so you can romance her as well as pan am or whatever and i'm not sure if there's one for pan am where if she can romance a female v because i know to romance pan am you gotta be a straight male v or whatever um but maybe there's a like another mod that they'll figure out eventually to get her to be able to romance anybody which is something that i said last week it's kind of weird that you know they they have these strict guidelines for romancing when the character creation just has like you can be anything. Yeah. You could have like nothing. <laughs> yeah. You could be both. It seems odd. You know, that they really like locked it down to that. Like, oh no, you gotta be a straight male to romance this person or you gotta be a female to romance this person. That's it's really odd, you know? Like why not just let you do whatever, you know, at, at that point, like you know. They'll let you um, make whatever, but they won't let you choose to have the dialogue exactly. that you really want to have. Exactly. And and I wonder if that's if that's due to like CD Projekt Red being in Poland, and like we've we've heard before about the things that their their CEO has said about trans people and all this shit and that you know, like I get it, they're they're probably very uh, 
what you call it. Uh, they're ca- they're probably Catholic. You know, all those people that like mm-hmm. are running the company, they're probably Catholic. That's just the truth. And but as yet, we, we all know, you, you're walking through these villages, and there's a billboard of a, of a female having an orgasm. Yeah, like, like yeah. The, I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, exactly. Some of the government as well, because I know the government has, owns a portion of CD Projekt Red in Poland. And it could be them too, right? That they're being really influenced by their government. The government's like, fuck you, you can't do this, 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 yeah. this, or that. They may, they may have wanted to do it, and the government was like, no, no, you can't do that. Yeah. So, like, you never know. Like, there's all these moving parts. And, like, like I'm pretty sure when CD Projekt Red was making this game, even before, right before launch, I believe it was the most valuable company in all of Poland. Like, there was no company that was bigger than CD Projekt Red inside of Poland. That's how rich they were. They had more, I think they had as much money, probably as much as their governments. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, those motherfuckers had the money. They were, like, the biggest company in all of Poland. They were the richest people there. So... You know, maybe their government, you're right, maybe their government was like, no, 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 you're, you're, no, no, hell no, you're not going to do that. You know, you're not, we're not going to allow you to do this or that. Um, so, who knows? Uh, but as far as the game itself, though, other than that little bullshit issues that I have with it that are something like, we're going to have, like, the full freedoms that other games let you do. Uh, this game really... Um, it's something else. It's it's a great experience. I love the story. I love the whole like cheating death, like 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 the whole aspect of cheating death, where we've seen it in movies before, but uh, really haven't played it much in video games or seen how that affects characters in video games or whatever. Uh, so that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see that perspective, you know. Um, and I and I already made up my mind. Once this game gets a few more patches later on in the year, because they already announced like a roadmap or whatever. Or, oh, we're gonna do this, this, this. Um, once it gets more patches, I plan to replay it again from the beginning. Uh, and that's just what I'm gonna do, you know. Just restart the game, I think, and then replay from the beginning and just really take my time the next time to explore as much as I can of Night City and then see what else they add to it or what they take out of it. Because um, there's I'm a lot of see what comes in the future for sure. Yeah, because they have DLC planned for this game, and I don't know if it's, I'm assuming it might add new story and new mission. New I mean, honestly, this is, this is a game caliber. I would even pay for the DLC happily on day one. Yeah. I would too, honestly. Like, like you know. So I'm, I'm happy that they have free content coming out, and people forget that. You know, people are bitching about, oh, this game is broken. Like, yeah, but these guys are releasing free content for you to play later on, and not to mention a multiplayer. You know, which, yeah, I'm sure the multiplayer is going to have microtransactions. I don't doubt it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Doesn't everything these days? Yeah, everything has it. You know, but like, uh, I'll see what you know what they do there. But they could do so much with that multiplayer. They could really make some really cool shit happen. Um, so we'll see what uh, City Project Red does with that. And I, like, I just really like Cyberpunk, man. I'm really hoping for like street gangs where you can form your own gang and have or your something. friends come in or something like, and there's just maybe some raids or something like that. Yeah, or like. I just imagine, like, just cool-ass missions, too, where, like, I don't know, you have to kidnap people or fucking whatever, you know? All Something cooperative, really, that you got to work together on. Yeah. Fucking take down the whole corporation or whatever. Kidnap the CEO or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's great storylines, really long yeah. storylines that you have to co-op on or something like that. I don't know, something, it could be a lot of fun. They have a lot of, a lot of options to choose from, for sure. Yeah, kind of like uh, whatever that new heist is for uh, GTA Five. I know there's a new heist that's being promoted. 
I think you have to pay for it. <laughs> I think no, like I think a, it's free. I'm pretty sure it's free. It? Yeah, but it's like a big heist. It's like a huge one. It's like a fucking a whole new thing. Like you gotta rob the casino or some shit. Is it like a, it's like a whole new one? They just released it like this. Canyon, Canyo. Let me look it up here. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Is it? Yeah, what's it called? Uh, uh the Canyo Perico heist. Yeah, Cayo Perico heist. Cayo Perico. Yeah. Perico. Now, what is interesting about this one is I heard this is a heist that you can do on your own. You don't need friends to do it. Oh, really? So it's just like a solo thing? Yeah. Now you can do it with friends, but you can also, unlike before, where you had to like get a group to get anything done, you can just do this one on your own if you're good enough. Wow. Wow. Well, guys, I have got to go. I'm an old lady, and I need oh. my sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the price of getting old. You know, that's mm. all I can say. That's all I can say. Well, but thank you guys for having me on. Nice really, it was awesome. Me. And Lahey, it was very nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too, Normie. You have a good one. And it's nice to put a face to when we chit-chat. And, you know, hopefully we get to all hang out again soon. Yes, and I look forward to hearing your show. Awesome. Thank you. See you, Bye, everybody. Bye, 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 bye Jesus. Bye. <laughs> and Normie is gone. But, yeah, this uh, new heist adds a whole new island to the map. So it's pretty cool, man. I should go back and check it out. I haven't played GT in a while. Yeah, have I? So, yeah. what else have you been playing over there, Jesus? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Forgot, <laughs> I'm, I'm over here reading about this heist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, other things that I played, I played some more of that. Um, uh, what's that Samurai game? Uh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima! Yes, I played some more of that, man. And I fucking love that game. That game. That game is something else too. Samurai Jesus, so Samurai Jesus, Samurai stuff. sword over there, and you get your little. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing my thing, man. I'm killing people left and right. Um, yeah, it, it's really good. Uh, I was supposed to play with a uh, Nipron, uh, some of that Legends mode or whatever, because apparently he's really into it. Um, but I should get with him sometime and play that. Uh, but yeah, I was playing some some of that story still, and it's so fucking good, like that. That shit's wild. It's so fucking good. Ghost of Tsushima is, is my favorite fucking game of, of PlayStation this year. I mean, I really like The Last of Us 2, I think. It's just hard to really compare. They're so good. Both of those games are just insanely fucking good. It's just hard to compare them. That's what I hear. I've never, I haven't had a PS4 or a PS5, so I'm really looking forward to when I do get one or they come to PC. Yeah. Yeah, same uh, here. Oh, man, it's so fucking good. Uh, what else? What else? So besides all that, um, what else have I played? On the PC, I've been playing some Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, this is based on that uh, Epic released it for free. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get it once again. I already owned it on, was it on Origin? And then, yeah, so I owned it on Origin. And then I got it on Epic. So I played it again. Um and that game is so fucking good, man. So on, you, okay. you played off Epic the other night and we played together. Uh yeah. Okay, so does it like launch Origin when you yes. launch it on Epic Store? Kind of like it did off of Steam or yes. Okay. Yes. I, I was curious yeah, how that worked. You, it'll ask you to log into your Origin account real quick. Is there a uh, is there an option to link 
your origin account to your Epic account so you don't have to log in? Yes, yes. Or was once it you log in, in, once you log in, it links it. So, yeah, I mean, Star Wars Battlefront 2, it's fucking such a good game. Like, <laughs> like that game is so much fun. There's, there's so much content there. Like, there really is. Oh, we were playing on a new map the other day. Who was I playing with? Oh, probably. Was it me or? Oops, you. Oh, yeah, and Ghost Nico, we were, playing, <laughs> we were playing on that new map. I forget what fucking planet it's on. It was oh, a foresty, yeah, jungly. It was a forest, jungly map. Um, and we were just playing in there, and that shit's so good. Like, all my ranks got reset. But maybe I'm thinking of my Xbox ranks. But for some reason, I thought I was way higher on the PC. But apparently, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, because none, of, none but, of mine were, but I still played it off my Origin account. I know you had to log in yours, but yeah. but I think I was like level 38 jumping in, and I haven't played that game in forever. Ever. And yeah, I don't it, see. I don't remember being so low. I was like level 20 something, and, and like level one on everything else, like on all my heroes and everything. That's all. They're all level ones and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm pretty sure I had these guys leveled up more than this, but. Maybe there was a whole reset thing or something. I don't know. Maybe if you didn't play it for so long, you got reset. I, I, I don't know. Um, but as far as, as I know, we, I was playing that, and I'm fucking having a blast with it. Even today, I was playing some more of it. Um, and that game is so fucking good. It's right. so good to be a Jedi and just fuck people up. Like, like being a Jedi and just running in there into a fucking room and taking out like 10 people at once with your fucking force powers or whatever, just fucking pushing people away and like, or like doing the fucking chokehold, you know, when you're fucking choking like fucking five stormtroopers at the same time. You're like, yeah, motherfuckers, I'm fucking Darth Vader. You're just fucking everybody up. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Have you been playing this on the OLED or are you still playing this on your monitor? Right on the monitor, so I'm getting pretty good frame rates, and like the case fucking looks incredible. Even on the monitor, I'm like, fucking hey, this shit's fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, but playing on the OLED, it looks fucking cool as shit too. I thought about hooking my PC back up to the OLED again, but to play with mouse and keyboard would be kind of uncomfortable. So I was like, would it be worth the sacrifice? You know, I'm like, maybe I will try it out. You know, I could probably set it in the ottoman and, uh-huh. and figure out a way. But I was like, nah, I'm just gonna leave it here and play it on the. Uh, 144 monitor. I think I was getting like 180 frames with the game on max settings, and I think I turned my field of view all the way up to either 100 or 110. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was running great. Yeah, I've got it yeah. on Ultra as well. It's running around 200 frames on my computer as well. It's just, it's a fantastic game. Yeah. The, the, what you would call it, the field of view slider on the multiplayer is kind of weird though. We're playing it in first person perspective. Like, if you turn up the field of view, your character runs like like five times faster than normal. I don't know what it is, but your character is so fast. I thought it, well, I was running it feels like, fast when I did it. I didn't, I didn't if, realize it, it was it. It feels like you're fucking flying across the map. Like it, like I don't know if it looks like that for the other players, but when I switched it earlier today to like 110%, I was legit across the map in like two seconds. I was like, what the fuck? How do I get across the map so fucking fast? But it's like your character runs so, so much fast. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know the perspective. I don't know what the fuck it is, man. It's just, for some reason, if you fuck with the field of view slider, you turn it all the way up to 100 or 110 or whatever, your character runs like fucking turbo speed. He's like Sonic, dude, just running through that whole fucking map. It's kind of weird. I don't know. 
I don't know. I didn't like it, so I switched it back down to 55, which is the default. Because I was like, this is just way too fast for me. You probably had one of your old hacks on, and you forgot, and no, you just no, didn't turn no. it off, and you were a little Jesus bit cheating. Hack. That's why you were level like 25 or 28 before that, because you're using some reset. speed hack, and you were like basically at the other base before they even had a chance to load in or something, and you were probably over there just cheating over there, probably. But yeah, I fucking love, I love the, uh, the... Just everything in the game, like the humor that when you're playing as the droids, the fucking humor that they have, it's so cheesy. Like the droid will be talking shit to you. Like, like I told you guys to win or whatever. Like you guys were supposed to capture that base. Now we're losing. And they're like, they got all these little humorous fucking quips that all these fucking characters are saying constantly, you know, or like even like, uh, <laughs> even like the Jedi's and shit, when they run into a room and they have like their stupid one-liners, it's like, <laughs> this shit's hilarious. <laughs> As that stupid ass Star Wars humor. And it's just, they do it so well in this game and that multiplayer. It's so fucking well done. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that lately. So a lot of Star Wars Battlefront 2. I decided to go play some more Black Ops Cold War. And that game keeps crashing on me. I don't know what's the deal with that game. Uh, it doesn't help that, that you know, like I, I was kind of having a good time last night and then it crashed. And then I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not trying to fix it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not I'm done playing it for the night. <laughs> it keeps giving me some error. It tells me that like, like, hey, your shit, like, like I'll be playing and all of a sudden everything will just freeze. Like it won't freeze up, but it was just like this fucking window will pop up and it says like, hey, the game has stopped responding. Uh, do you want to scan and repair or do you want to close it? And it gives you like a bunch of error codes or whatever. And I'm just not going to deal with that. I don't know what the hell it's doing, why it's doing it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I have no idea why it could be doing it. I, I haven't ran the game differently from from before i haven't changed anything on the computer the computer's the exact same fucking you know way that it was the, earlier uh, in the year the installation is too big it probably can't find the file so it just crashes something <laughs> it's got too many files to look is. through I, I did see the other day uh, somebody actually was on a podcast and they had mentioned and i didn't really realize this i thought it was kind of funny that they mentioned that you know the the size of of uh Call of Duty is like 200 gig or whatever, right? And yeah. the size of Microsoft Flight Simulator that has a map of the whole world with real-time weather and all that stuff is like 50 or 60 gigabyte. And then Call of Duty is up there with 200, you know? And Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fucking insane how, how much fucking space that game takes. Um, but yeah, I, for some reason, it just keeps fucking crashing on me. And it'll run fine for a few matches, and then it'll just do it randomly. Like, it's just randomly. I don't know if it overheats my computer or what's it doing. It's just all of a sudden, it's just like, boom, game is not responding. Uh, we're shutting it down. And it just turns off. I'm like, well, fuck me. Okay, like, whatever. I guess I won't play, you know? So, whatever. I'm assuming you have update drivers and all that. Yep. I yeah, I recently actually updated them yesterday, so should be fine. Uh, is that happening on Modern Warfare as well, or just on Black Ops? Just on Black Ops, from what I've experienced. So I don't know. That's odd. Yeah. Other things that I've been playing this week, I actually downloaded Need for Speed uh, Most Wanted Remastered, or or Hot Pursuit Remastered. I don't know what the fuck is which one of those fucking games. Uh, it's a remastered edition, so. 
I'm pretty sure it's Hot Pursuit. Yeah, so I redownloaded that. And I've played it, and it runs great. I mean, it's an older game that's been remastered, so it looks really good on the PC. But uh, even with enabled crossplay, I couldn't find anyone playing this game. Like, like I'm pretty sure this game just came out in August or November or something. And like, even when I enabled the crossplay to, I guess there's crossplay between everything, Switch consoles and and PC. It uh, nothing came up. Like. <laughs> trying to find a lobby of like a multiplayer lobby you know to like fuck with people as a cop and, and there's just no people playing it uh the thing is that like current players when i saw it on steam it said current players 300 and something but it never like i couldn't find a match so that was just bizarre to me that that i had that many players but you couldn't find a yeah. Um, multiplayer lobby. Maybe they were all playing the single player mode. I don't know. That's mostly positive reviews. Yeah, because that game was really good on the Xbox when it first came out, like on the Xbox One original or whatever, and it came out, and that game came out with it. Like, I fucking love that game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I beat the entire campaign on the racer side, and then I went to it on the cop side. And, like, it's really cool. You get, like, these really cool cop cars and really cool shit you can call in, like, helicopters and fucking all kinds of cool shit, EMPs and shit. And, uh, you know, I was trying to think to myself, like, oh, I really want to play that, you know, so I downloaded it or whatever, and then I played it. And then, like, once I couldn't get into a match, I was like, well, this is kind of boring. Like, I don't want to just play AI or whatever, <laughs> you know, because the AI is so predictable, you know. It's like, like I'm going to win every time. There's no, like chance of them fucking kicking my ass or whatever and getting away you know it's just i'm gonna win all the time so i'm just gonna just not deal with this or whatever so i just deleted it after the few minutes that i played so it's kind of shitty but the game looked really good (laughs) i'll give it that it looked really good (laughs) looked amazing no community no community at all which is sad you know and that's that's the reason ea kills games like like people always talk give shit to EA about killing games. Well, yeah, you're gonna people kill the to play game. the games through EA to keep them up. Yeah, like you can't you know you don't expect the company to keep paying for the fucking servers to keep a game up if no one's playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, a sh- I'm fucking sure that that game is gonna have like no multiplayer servers by the end of this year. Like, it's sad because it literally just came out, like, in November, like, four months ago, three months ago, whatever the fuck, you know? It's it like, tends to be the way for Need for Speeds. There was a hit and miss on a lot yeah. of them, I think. Yeah, and it could be because it's a remake also. Like, a, a lot of people play people it a lot. It's it. not like it has, like, a camp, you know, like a big involved campaign. It's racing, so, you know, you've probably done a lot of this before, and so it probably wears off pretty quick. Like and we all grew yeah. up playing Need for Speed quite a bit. I'm yeah, sure. I used to love yeah. the Need for Speed series. I remember the first time they had introduced the police, you know, when you could be a cop and you were chasing people in the dark and yeah. you could see the lights in the dark it's and stuff. Like, it's yeah. so cool. It's so you know? fucking awesome. Yeah, like that's what this is. This game is all about that. You could be a cop and chase people and, and fuck people up or like just like in the multiplayer. There was like a, I remember on the on the xbox when i played it there was like this multiplayer mode where like everyone was just kind of like in free roam or whatever but like like the racers that were in free roam they could like initiate street races with each other and they can like actually start like a regular street race with like ai so they would be like fucking 20 fucking race cars that would go by you and then all of a sudden you know if you were a cop you can fucking initiate a pursuit and then you started a pursuit 
And then, like, other cops that were playing in the fucking game could actually, like, come in and fucking help you take these guys out. And, like, it would be so much fun because you would have, like, fucking, you know, three, four cop cars that were fucking, like, real players. And you were just fucking these fucking dudes up with, like, roadblocks and helicopters and fucking spike strips and all kinds of cool shit you were calling in. And, you know, that's what I was trying to experience once again, you know, trying to relive seven years ago and I couldn't. So I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, well. Oh, well. It happens. Other than that, I played a lot. I went back a little bit to some uh, some some Frostpunk. Uh, the last Autumn DLC, which is the DLC that I keep struggling with. Like, this DLC is hard, man. It's, it's so hard. It, it's... This game... You know, fucker, you think Dead Cells is hard? <laughs> this that's game, funny, that's, that's going to come up tonight. This game is, is fucking ridiculously hard, man. Like, 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 you think you have shit figured out. You think to yourself, okay, I have enough food coming in. I have enough wood. There's enough coal to keep shit burning. There's enough steel to keep making the shit to build this fucking generator they want me to build. I'm way ahead. My I'm like way ahead of my deadline, so I'm good there. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, like 50 people died because some explosion happens. And, oh, now you're down 50 workers. It's like, what? Like, oh, and then they give you like a, like a notice from the fucking, from the fucking London city of London. Like, hey, uh, yeah, that boat that keeps sending, that keeps sending you new fucking workers and supplies. Yeah. That boat isn't coming like after seven days. So you better order whatever you need now. And then we're not going to send you any more supplies after like seven days or something. It's you got to like, be able to adapt over there. Jesus Christ, man. What what am I supposed to do? I got to feed people. I'm trying to feed people. I'm trying to get people to like get back to work. I'm trying to build these clinics. I'm trying to build, I built a hospital for people. I'm trying to get people, you know, send dead bodies back to fucking England or whatever to get buried. Well, right. You should be eating the dead bodies. <laughs> and. I don't know, man, but the game, <laughs> the game is fucking hard. It it's so hard. Like like, yeah. I failed miserably at the end. It was like you you failed. It's like, it's like, but I was doing so good for like, for like forever. And like, how the fuck did I fail? <laughs> what 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 did I do wrong? Like, I had literally everything covered. Like the food, the people, the needs, and then the winter. Like like, I don't know if you know this, Mel, but in the last autumn. It's autumn, so there's, like, no coldness you have to deal with. Oh, no, towards the end of that shit, what happens? The fucking cold came early or something. Like, oh, now the frost is here. So now you got to fucking build heaters for people. And, and you know, you don't have the fucking steam core in the middle to heat the whole city. So now you got to, like, build all these little heaters everywhere and, and make sure you have enough coal for all the heaters around the city. And the hospital, the people are dying because there's no fucking heater near the hospital. And, and there's no wood to make more coal and there's no fucking coal to burn to keep the shit going oh man it's like a lot it's a fucking clusterfuck what it I know is. I tried it a couple out, times you talk about it it, it, was, it was a very hard game I didn't make it very far into it at all <laughs> I, yeah, I, <laughs> I died quite Deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a really fucking hard game. Like even uh, even on easy. Like I tried playing this on easy. And then I got, like maybe if I play it on easy I can figure out the strategy to this. Like th- but no, no, it's like no, fuck you, dude. You think this is easy, motherfucker? Okay. <laughs> like it will fuck you over anyways. You know, it's like God 
damn it, dude. Like, it's 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 a fucking ridiculously hard game, and but I guess that's the the way it's supposed to be. Because if it was too easy, then people would be like, "Well, that's just too easy." Um, but I look forward to playing more of it. It, it really it scratches that itch for me, that strategy itch. You know, kind of like uh, when I was playing. Um, What's that other game that I would play a lot of on the three on the Xbox One was uh like City Skylines, you know? Like every time I would expand my city a little bit more, you know, get more people to move into the city and they would expand it more, there would be new situations that would come up, you know, like like, oh now your fucking sewer is not fucking strong enough to fucking right work or now you don't have enough power to generate enough electricity for the entire so like constantly you're constantly thinking okay so like i'm, I'm gonna lay down these roads and this is gonna be the new side of my city over here so i'm laying down all these roads you know making a grid like how i want the city to look like and then i go okay i'm gonna make all these houses and i'm gonna destroy all the houses that are inside the middle of the city i'm gonna remove all those houses and make those businesses and then you're constantly moving shit around to make it work in the city and that's kind of what you know that game really scratches that uh i guess that management itch you know i really love management games like i, I really enjoy them so i think that uh those two games really do it for me, like Frostpunk and City Skylines. They they're so well done that they work out. They work out for me when it comes to strategy uh, or management, I guess. So you don't what have else? a very high homeless rate over there in City Skylines? Oh uh, no, in City Skylines, in that city that I had, what was it? Uh, what the fuck did I? Jesusopolis or something like that is what I called it. That city was amazing. They had like like a shitload of citizens they had like almost i think it was like a million people that lived in that city i had a man i had a football stadium mayo i had fucking green solar energy i got i had fucking like recycled fucking trash everywhere i had fucking badass fucking i had enough fire departments and and dead people's fucking things i would pick up dead people everywhere and all kinds of shit man i had enough jobs we were a green city, male. Okay, we were the city of the future, male. We were a green city. It was amazing. Like the thing is, I cannot import that to um, the PC. So if I wanted to play City Skylines on the PC, I would literally have to start with like nothing and just build the city from scratch. Which that that city took a long time for me to build. It looked like it really did. It took like three months of like. Like me playing on and off, and then sometimes like playing for hours on end, just to get that city to like run properly, you know, because <laughs> you because you know as the city grows, you you don't got to just deal with like power and water problems and sewage problems, you got to deal with dead bodies, hospitals, like having enough, uh, all that shit, enough hospitals, enough police to keep the crime rate down, enough, uh fucking roads like like build your roads right so there's enough traffic flow so there's like not a whole bunch of traffic jams and shit so like this all this you gotta think about mail you gotta think about all this mail oh i know i know i know <laughs> i haven't played since i haven't played a city builder since well i guess i played uh the jurassic world game um the jurassic park game, game. Too. but, game but before that maybe the last one i probably played was like Sim City or something <laughs> way back. Yeah. Sounds uh, a lot like one I've been playing called Anno. I have a phone Ubisoft there. Anno twenty one thirty five, I think it is. 
Yeah, that, yeah, it's actually a lot like it. Yeah, where, where you're building a city and you kind yeah, of manage. Yeah, you got to manage. You got to manage your commercial zones and your residential, and yeah. got to get your buildings upgraded, get more citizens, and you got to get more citizens to go to the next level and yeah. all that. It's, it's a it's a lot of fun. It it's but it's a time sink for sure because you yeah you just you lose time doing that. Yeah, you just sit there and you're trying to yeah you're trying to figure things out and, and yeah yeah I know Anno has that one the twenty one thirty five I think that one's based in the future right yeah and then there's Anno eighteen hundred yeah. as well which is uh, set in the the older times both both are quite quite enjoyable I enjoy both of them but yeah that's all I've been playing this week guys I mean uh yeah I should probably buy a hitman 3 already because i'm gonna buy yeah it. i was thinking that today too there's something in the news about that i don't know if you've seen the news okay. yet or not but i know that uh that it's only available on epic for us pc players mail all right only on epic because i, I try to find that on steam i suppose and steam was like no we were too hobo to have that game you can't afford it so i don't know so they can't right. afford it yeah they can't afford it yeah poor, poor steam yeah they have no money yeah, left. no money that no, company over there no money they can't look even even epic is bringing back left for dead which should be a steam fucking exclusive and it's on epic all right all right i should show you something mayo hmm. who's really for the gamer all right your yeah. fucking Lord Gabe over there in New Zealand struggling with all his money in a corona-free country or Tim Sweeney who's living in fucking North Carolina in his own forest and buying <laughs> malls, okay? Right. Who's really for the gamer? <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, that's all I've been playing. What have you been playing, guys? Or whoever wants to go. What have you been playing? Oh, go ahead, Leia. I'll let you go ahead and jump in there. Uh, well, mostly for me, it's been uh, seven days to die the last couple of weeks. That uh, that game has definitely been my addiction. Um, it's a zombie survival horror game that levels with you. So as you go up in game level, the loot gets better, the zombies get harder. And then every seven days, there's a blood moon where the zombies just full out attack you wherever you are. And those also get crazier every seven days. So it's uh, it just gives me that really, really good uh, sense of um, progression in the game. And it keeps me coming back. That's uh, definitely gaming to get you into, Jesus. I know I know you have it now, so we need to get you in there. We do have a dedicated server now, right, Leahy? Yes, yes. Uh, Ghost Nico has been kind enough to set up a dedicated server for the community. So anybody that wants to play, just message him or me, and we can get you in. And uh, yeah, it's 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 you know it's not the prettiest game, but it's got some really good gameplay to it that makes up for that, I think. And the crafting system is very enjoyable as well. Yeah, it's it's and, a good it's a good game to play with a you know the community in a group. We have what like probably what like six seven people probably at a time playing. Lately. Yeah. Yeah, even Gunny's been hopping in there pretty regularly to play, which is nice. And uh, but you know, just the, the the loot progression is enough to keep you just wanting to go out and explore and get better stuff and keep upgrading your base. Is, there's also like a, uh, I know my son. I remember him kind of doing a little work around. There's like a uh, like a like a not a boss level but there's like an advanced level that you have to work your way up into right it's like a it's like a building 
And then I remember yeah. him like building around the outside and then he's yeah. jumping down in from above and basically doing the ending first. So like he jumps in and then he like, I remember he had some kind of problem. Like he couldn't get out and he was having a hard time like killing everybody by himself. And he was begging for us to come over and help him. And yeah. Yeah. Well, your, your son likes to uh, go to the end first for sure. <laughs> All the hard stuff is that's where the loot is. But the, the way the levels are designed is you're supposed to follow it up and it gets progressively harder that way if you gets too much you can back out and you don't get stuck by 100 radiated zombies coming at you <laughs> um but yeah um and then other than that i've just been playing the star wars battlefronts the same as jesus and that's, that game is just fantastic i i love storming into battle with the empire's music playing behind me and uh, i've been playing that with your son as well and he's quite good at that last night we were did some rounds where we were first and second for probably a good couple of hours, getting a hundred kills plus each time. Nice. I usually uh, hold it, hold down the middle of the fort right there. Like usually, I will kind of hang around the middle on that one. I'll, I'll get lots of kills. I don't think you get a lot of points for the kills. I don't think is. I need to be better at getting objectives, and I haven't played it for so long. I was having to ask Jesus the other night. I'm like, do we have objectives in this? I don't remember how this works. I can remember if you had a leader, and here I was the leader, and my on our troop, you know, I'm like 100 kills in shit. Yeah, yeah, Samurai Jesus would get a thousand kills easy. Oh, well, I mean, if Samurai Jesus was in uh, Star Wars, it would be over. That's pretty much what the Jedi's are, though. Samurai. If I was, yeah, if I was in the movie Star Wars, like fucking Darth Vader, dude, I would have just killed him in like two seconds. The movie would be over. See, he just there would be no, there would be no he, trilogy. He tries right to be now. the OP heroes in the game all the time, and he's like, "Oh, look at me, I'm OP," <laughs> hogging up all the character slots. You know, like <laughs> I'm trying to log in, I'm trying to spend my battle points, and and this character's taken, this character's taken. I'm pretty sure Jesus, Jesus right just takes him all the time. <laughs> he just won't let me in. He's a bully over here. <laughs> I'm sitting with like thirty thousand points and trying to use like a character. Well, you gotta use them up like, quick, man. Like, you gotta be quick on that draw. Yeah. Right now, also, Star Wars Battlefront Two has a thing going on. If you're playing it, that if you're if you're playing the multiplayer, that they actually lowered the cost of the, all the heroes across the boards because usually, like a Jedi, will cost I don't know anywhere between four thousand to six thousand points to get. And now they lowered it, so they're like 2,000 to 4,000 points to get. So, I mean, and like all the other, not 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 the Jedi's, but like, uh, what do you call them, like the rocket troopers and like the, like the specialist type people. troopers. Yeah, like the badass looking guys in the movies or whatever. I <laughs> like love that dark trooper we were using the other night. Oh, dude, we that, were, that we thing was OP, right? We were tearing people up with that character. I legit would die as that character mail, and I would wait for him to pop up to be available. I would just respawn as him. Yeah, that's what I, I would was just doing. Have, I, would, I would always have enough points to just keep respawning as him. And that I have so like, many fucking points. Yeah, that was like me last night with the AT Walker. I was yeah. just killing so many people that by the time it did kill me, I would just spawn with another AT Walker and be right back there. Yeah, me and Mayo were running around as dark troopers on this like island-looking map. Like I said, there's a ton of new content in this game with the Celebration Edition that and new maps. And like we were just fucking Jedi. We were fucking everybody up, right, man? And then little Yoda would come yeah. out of the forest all fucking fast doing his backflips. And like, oh, shit, it's fucking Yoda. <laughs> yeah, Yoda's a little overpowered for mm -hmm. sure. Because he's so fast, a little he's fucking. So, he's so hard to shoot. He's so yeah. little. 
Yeah. And he's, and he's jumping like, around. And you're like, <laughs> just doing like backflips and shit coming at you. It's like, oh, you start fuck. shooting your own lasers back at you. And you're like, oh my God, it's Jonah. Man, <laughs> heard me yell that a few times yesterday. I was like, oh, fuck, it's Jonah. He's coming yeah, at me. Right. And we're like, we're in the other direction. <laughs> go back, go back. <laughs> Running backwards. Well, uh, no, that game just really is a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's really well done. No, there's no two two ways about it. It's just fun. Seven days to die. This is a game that I want to get into. Thanks to Mayo, I now own it on on the Steam machine. I actually downloaded it the other day. It wasn't a big download. It was like three gigs or something. It was yeah, really small. small. Yeah, yeah, it's like four and a half or something like that. But yeah, yeah, you know, there's only not... real good games take like three hundred gigs. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, it's not it's not graphically beautiful, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I think of it as a kind of a more adult Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like to me, like a more a darker Minecraft. Yeah. With a little bit of Cause, pressure cause, to and, and you know what? And, be prepared. Well, and that's just it. That, that seven-day deadline, it really gets you in there and wanting to loot get ammo because you got to get your ammo, you got to get your base built, you got to get upgrades going, and you only have seven days of game time to do yeah. that. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, like even I know people that play this on the PlayStation religiously, they play this game on the PlayStation like every weekend. They're like, and they're like oh, bro, we got like a whole squad going and shit, you know? Um, but I've also seen, uh, like, even my kid knows about this game. Like, so, like, this game, it, it's kind of like known for the people that play Minecraft. The people that play Minecraft know about this game, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, like they know it's there. And I always thought to myself, like, Minecraft should have a more darker version of Minecraft, you know? Yeah. Because Minecraft is, it could get hard. Like, my, no bullshit. Like, Minecraft can be hard <laughs> if you play that shit on survival mode and, like, have, like, all these things going after you. Like, it can get a little difficult. But I always wonder, like, what, what if they, like, made my, Minecraft, you know, where, like, it was more adults oriented or whatever. You had guns and shit, you know, or whatever the fuck. And, and you know, the zombies look like zombies instead of creepers or whatever. Like, I wonder if they would get more players that way. I wonder. Possibly. Probably. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of basically what this is, you know, like, like, like. Seven days have a really decent. Oh, sorry, Mel. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just saying that, like, you know, it's kind of like how you were saying it. This basically is like an adult Minecraft. And, um, you know, it, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's got a really good player base. Like, if you search for servers, there's a lot of servers going on right now. So there's no shortage of games to just jump into. And if you, you know, you want to do PvP or whatever, that, that option is there as well. I feel I feel like this game is, like, uh, really close. Like, it could hit it really big. I, I think if a bunch of, uh, of streamers picked it up and started streaming this it's kind of like rust like rust is the same kind of concept and and now a bunch of streamers are picking up rust and they're all playing in one server like all these famous people are playing together and it seems like it'd be it's, it's picking up traction all of a sudden you know and just like in among us where all these streamers started playing among us and that's when among us kind of exploded you know like all these these kids were watching these streamers play it and then Next thing you know, Among Us is super popular, you know, and the same thing with Rust. I, I see Rust getting more and more popular, and it's because of these streamers playing it. And it's just crazy the power and the influence that they have, you know, where people just don't get introduced to a game by watching the streamer play it. And then they're like, oh, this game's so great. I want to play it, you know, yeah. and then and the game's big. And I, I feel like this is, is really close. Like, it's a really good game. It's really fun. 
you know, especially when you get in a community and you get that community together and you got guys doing different things and you're kind of screwing around and just kind of regular banter between everybody. I know like Leahy would get on there and he'd be talking crap with my son and they'd be talking about shooting each other all the time and, and this and that. And, you know, yeah. and Drax is on there and, and Nico, you know, and they're just kind of go back and forth, you know, we're making fun of Gunny and his all black alien looking skin that <laughs> he darkness. has. And it's like dark <laughs> Gunny. <laughs> Darkness. The darkness. <laughs> the darkness has arrived. But it's yeah. Fucking, like, no, it's just me, guys. It's fucking gunny. Yeah. Oh, when I found him that night, dude, he was running at me, and I just saw this black shadow coming down the road at me, and I'm just like, what is that, dude? Did I shoot at this thing right I, now? I was, what going the hell? I was like, if, it, if I didn't see Gunny Chief above his head, I definitely would have shot him. It's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean,. I look forward to playing this with the community. It's just like I said, my schedule is a little wonky where, where like the times everyone is playing, I'm usually not on, you know? Yeah, that's like, really the, you, the, you have the only... Like a the, Friday night or Thursday night yeah. for you probably easier to win it. Well, the nice thing about the dedicated server now is it's running 24-7. You don't, nobody needs to be on oh. to get on the server. So you can just go on whenever you want now. Did, did you did you pay for the server? No, uh, Nico had an old computer at home, and we we spent a couple of days going through and setting it up and getting it all running. So there's a login and a password, and we have a text channel for Seven Days to Die in our Discord oh. now, Jesus. And there's a oh. pinned message in there with the uh, the login and the password. So I think I need to well, update that actually with the new server. Not information. anymore. I just deleted that channel. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I need to update the server name because it's Phantom Zone now. Okay, well there you go. So, but, but it well, will be is, in the, this in the is Discord. Cool, man. Uh, you know, like like it's cool to see the community getting together and playing games with each other and and really embracing that whole community fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like like that's something that i really like about our community is it's we have people that play like like normie said they play fucking the last of us not the what's this fucking game called among us among us it's yeah. something us <laughs> yeah you know they play among us and then they gotta you know we got people playing you know seven days to die now and who knows what else people will be playing you know in the future so that's that's fucking awesome man that people get together and do that shit you know um I know that you're always on here, Leahy, and you're always playing, you know, shout out to you. And I know that uh, there's a few other people that get on here, and I always see them, like, just <laughs> in the server playing, like, whatever, you know, like, random-ass fucking games and shit, so. I play a lot of games. <laughs> I probably play too many games. I know I spend too much money on games, that's for sure. I think we all do. Except for oh. Jesus. He, he doesn't spend any money on games. But no money on games. No, just on COD points. <laughs> just sell the money on card yeah. points. <laughs> Microtransactions. <laughs> I'm the one that complains about microtransactions, and then I fucking go and buy them all. <laughs> he supports them twice over. Because <laughs> you, you also buy all the deluxe editions of games, yeah. and then don't, don't play the why. DLC. Like, like even Hitman, like, the reason I, I haven't pre-ordered is because I'm like, like, should I just wait? But, like, if I pre-order, I get all this cool shit. Like I could get all this cool, like, I want to miss out guns and shit. Like, I don't know, mail. Maybe I should pre order. Yeah, well, getting a gun with a pre order is different than paying for DLC and not playing it. I'm especially it's a game you know you're going to play. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking game. <laughs> I played oh, two I hours can... of it, three hours of 
five hours. I'm probably there like six hours of that fucking game. It's like a hundred hour fucking game. I don't know how Iams beat it. Iams beat it. I don't know how he did it. He's like, yeah, dude, I beat it. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck. But he said that it took him like three weeks or four weeks to beat. And like literally like playing like every day. Like like playing like at least a few hours every day. I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. When I play that, I don't expect to even beat like an Assassin's Creed game anymore. I just play it for a while until I'm just kind of done playing it. I, I enjoy everything I do. And then when I just fall off of it, I fall off of it, you know, but you know, yeah. for us, Jesus, you and I, it's, it's easier to fall off a game because we're always playing the newest thing all the time. You know, we're trying to get on here, talk about the new stuff, you know, share with the community, what, what our experiences are. So we're making that sacrifice going over there and just playing new stuff like all the time. So it does make it hard to stay on a game for a while. I know I fell off Assassin's Creed when Cyberpunk came out and I haven't been able to get back into it. Exactly. Now. I was like 60 hours in and uh, I'm just like, eh, but- I don't know. <laughs> But with that being said, Mayo, there's also those games that actually pull us in and we see them all the way through that that really shine, you know, that, that are really like something that we feel like we're so compelled that we got to finish it. For example, mm-hmm. for me, it's it's been The Last of Us, you know. I beat that game this year, you know, as well as Cyberpunk, you know, like there was something about it that has pulled me into that shit that is like... I need to see this through. Like, I don't give a fuck if it's 200 hours. I'm going to fucking find out, figure out a way to beat this shit, you know? Like, I'll just keep playing it until I beat it. Um, so that's, you know, there's games out there that are really can, that really, you know, set themselves apart, you know, compared to other games, you know, I feel like. Yeah, for me, that was Hades this year, for sure. I hear a lot of good things about the game. Like, I was looking at that on Steam today. I'm like, ah, oh, Hades, should I, should I check this it's, out? Uh, the story is just it's so intriguing. You don't mm-hmm. even mind dying and going back to hear the next part of the story. It's, it's really mm-hmm. well done. Um, thanks to Mayo for getting me into roguelikes this year. Right. <laughs> I really enjoyed them. Yeah, and I was never I'm a big not- roguelike fan until Dead Cells grabbed me. And then that game, I mean, I just still play it. And you know, that's something I can jump on. Like what I've been playing is, uh, you know, I've been playing Dead Cells again. Uh, I had a guy at work. He he, he played Hades and loved Hades. And yeah. sure enough, so I'm like, hey, tell him about Dead Cells. Mm. And next thing I know, he comes back to me to me at work like a week later. He's like, dude, this Dead Cells game is badass. And he's like, I, that's all I'm playing. He's like, I can't stop playing it. And I'm like, yeah. So then we're talking about it. And I'm like. I'm like, oh, I'll have to walk you through some things and showing you some tricks and, and some hidden stuff and where you get this and where you get that. And, and just made me want to play it again. So then what do I do? I go home, fire up a game. And there was an update that I missed somewhere. Like it wasn't really pushed real hard. And they just added the game. So they added like a bunch of new stuff for me to unlock. So I'm like, oh, cool. I can unlock this and I can unlock that. So now, so then I'm, I'm back into it again. Still trying to beat the 2BC. Um, I think I streamed last night for a couple hours trying to beat it and and did some other stuff. Um, we had somebody, I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, it was uh, Vader Hollick jumped in my stream and he was watching me play. And even Vader, like, he's in 2BC with myself and he really loves this game. He even was like, even watching you play, I continue to see and learn new stuff. There's like stuff I didn't know that, that I've discovered or I try to show people as I stream. I'm like, hey, did you know this is here? Because like, there's an invisible ledge out here. If you, you know, you can jump all the way off the side of the map over here in this one corner, you fall on an invisible ledge. And then there's like this new item room over here. There's a blueprint over here, you know, for a new weapon unlock and just stuff like that. There's, there's just so many little things that is added to that game that makes it fun also and and again i just started playing it 
got hooked on it. And then what do I see? I see in the news that there is a new DLC coming out on the 26th. So again, I'm like, all right, look, I, I want to play some more of this. And now they have a new biome coming. They have a new boss coming. They have new weapons coming again. And it's their second paid DLC. So pretty much guaranteed bought for me. I'm going to buy this thing. It's $4.99. Never have a problem paying for their DLC. This is only the second time they've charged for it. And they've probably made about 10 DLCs now. And the, the last one they charged for was the Rise of the Giant. And that was a really good DLC. And it had some fun weapons and fun enemies and just different stuff. I know you got a whistle was one of the weapons you could get. And the giant's hand would come up from underground and like do like an AOE damage attack and stuff. And was one of the weapons you could unlock. And so that was just kind of fun. You know, just this different dynamic of things too. And just it lets you add your builds and and when you do your runs and mixing different weapon combinations together to get them to try to, to work and stuff. And it is, it's just fun. But so I probably be saying probably 12 hours in dead cells probably this week. But, uh, besides that, uh, like, like you, Jesus, and Leahy I'm surprised were saying, you never, I'm surprised you never beat cuphead. I, I was close in cuphead and I kind of fell off that one. I got to the third Island um, I don't know how you played it much, Jesus. So there's like different islands, and it yeah. was the last area, and then it, it got pretty tough, and and I really enjoyed it, and Isn't I fell off of it for a reason. DLC? Yeah, they had some DLC I never played either, but I fell off of that, and I just thought I would have pretty much have to start over to get back into that game because it's like a, such a progression. Just to jump in on that high of a difficulty level on a higher, harder game like that. It would be really difficult, and it's been so long since I played. I definitely have to just start over. Yeah, I need to. I want to go back and check that game out again. You know, I need to give it another chance. I need, to, I need to give one of these games a chance. You know, like like another game that I never played that's supposed to be a really good Microsoft exclusive or whatever. It's Ori. People always tell me good things about Ori or whatever, and I just never played it. Yeah. I know I booted it up on my OLED when I first got it, and it's beautiful. I haven't played much of it, but it looks amazing on the OLED at 120 hertz on the mm -hmm. Series X. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. actually, well, that was one of the games when I got my uh, my OLED that I launched on the Xbox Series X or the Xbox One X, sorry. And you know, I did the uh, I did just the 4K option. You know, the 4K 60. I think that game runs mm -hmm. at, and yeah, it looked it looked really good. And you know, like I should, I should just download that on my PC and just hook it up and play it on the OLED or whatever. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, one twenty on the OLED, it just it melts your eyes. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's got those bright colors and stuff. That's why it looks really good on the OLED. I think there's such yeah. a contrast. It's got a lot of dark and brights, you know. So you have like a darker background sometimes with real your know, characters real bright, you know. And there's just a nice difference between things. It's very very artsy tells a really nice story without using much words you know like they don't really you run across some characters that have some like text dialogue but they don't talk in the game so it's just all musical and just like almost kind of relaxing it's one of those games where you can just kind of relax and sit back and play and just work your way through and try to solve the puzzles and figure out what you need to get where and you know there's no real huge penalty for dying you know you just kind of respawn so it's a good just sit back and relax, kind of chill game. Mm. 
Okay. I think it's cool that Dead Souls keeps adding more stuff that you keep finding, even after all the hours that you put into the game. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing is, is too, is on I'm on two BC, which I said is is considered very hard difficulty. And when you actually get to three BC, they actually have stuff that had been in the game since like it first came out before all this DLCs came out that you can't even access until you get to three BC, and then it's like. There's going to be new stuff. So as soon as I can beat this on 2BC, there's new stuff waiting for me to unlock. And then the game even has a different ending. When you get all the way to 5BC, there's a whole new set of levels and a whole new final boss, the true final boss, when you get to 5BC, which is like hell mode. And it's just (laughs) crazy that they put this, the actual last level in the game behind the the hardest difficulty in the game. So like you have to beat the game on the hardest difficulty level to get to the true last ending and the last level and it has unique enemies in that level and everything so like there's weapons new enemies new new bosses that you have to fight that you won't even get to see you know i've I've got like 220 hours in this game and i still haven't seen some of the base content yet yeah hades did something similar i I know i'm on i've beaten hades and i've gone back and i'm on the next difficulty now and i have a bunch of penalties and all that stuff as well. So it's very Get good. Get fucking good. I know, good. I know. God, you guys. I'm trying. We're trying, Jesus. We're trying. Oh, you guys. I want, to, I want to see Jesus play this game. I think you should stream this game. And I should watch you play. <laughs> this game, I, I don't know. You you get frustrated, Jesus. You'd be like, screw this game. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and you could be a you could be a samurai Jesus. You got like a sword. You're just like a little side schooler with a sword. Mm. You got a little ninja costume, you know. But you can just pretend you're a samurai. <laughs> oh, maybe. Mm, maybe. But uh, a couple other games I just played just real quick. Uh, just some old stuff. Uh, playing around on my OLED, just trying to see what games look like and stuff like that. I I, I downloaded the uh, the Ace Combat or Air Combat. Um, the newest one that's on Game Pass, and uh, I played a couple levels of that, and the game looked pretty good. You know, nothing like spectacular, but I, I, it was enjoyable. Um, you know, playing it on the you know the big screen was kind of fun. With that, you know, haven't seen the jet and getting little dog fights and stuff like that. And then one night I was kind of bored for some reason. I jumped on. I want to see what Forza Horizon looked like on the OLED with, with the, uh, the different modes. So the first time I launched, I launched it in the, uh, the 1440p at 120 Hertz mode just to get the TV to run the 120 and, and, you know, to utilize that feature. And the game looks really good on there with, you know, it has HDR and all that stuff too. So you know, the game just kind of sucked me in for a little while. I think I played it for a couple of days going back in and, and I don't know if they've added to that game. Like if I if they continue to add to this game because I thought I was pretty far into it and I had bought in the uh, the Lego DLC even at the time. And when I logged in, I was back on the base world and there's like you, you can filter what shows up on your map. And I had just the new stuff and my map was just covered with with races that I haven't done yet. And I'm like, yeah, I know it progressed more than this. I'm like, I have quite a bit of cars. I have a lot of money because yeah. because they've I think they've they're done updating that game with new content and even with updates i think but uh i think they just like all the events they've ever done like like whatever type of event for like a certain movie or a certain whatever you know uh, i'm pretty sure they just put it all into the game 
Yeah, because I know there's some showcase events that showed up, and I I know I've done all the ones that were available at the time, and now I have like new showcase events, and I seen someone had like a like a dirt bike on one of them. Like I don't know what that was, and I'm like, what is this? You know, and so yeah, and then just the music in the game, you know, like. You know, hearing some of that old music, you know, like the block party music channel, you know, I was playing some like older rap and stuff and you know, you can do a little rock channel and, and all that. Go back stuff. to that game and check it out again. Yeah, so I was I was enjoying it and I I still want to get in and try the uh, battle royale mode. Uh it's something I've never tried on it. And I hear I hear it's really good. It's it's really fun, man. Like you start off everyone starts off as uh as mini coopers. <laughs> Pretty sure it's the mini cooper you start off with. And then you pretty much all have to like you're all like on the map and then you all have to either find you either find another player and if you find another player you can tag him and once you tag him your car changes your car changes to the next car and once you like changes to the next car then like you go into the next like another player and you have to, like with the when you tag him you get like a new checkpoint like it'll say like race like it'll give you like a checkpoint and whoever gets to that point on the map first wins. So like if I run into you, Mayo, and we both have Mini Coopers and, and then I tag you, then it gives us a checkpoint and whichever one of us makes it there first. Does it change both of our cars then? Like if you tag me, will it change my car and then your car gets no, changed? No, no, no. Whoever gets to the checkpoint first wins and then you get to upgrade your car to the next car. Okay, so, like so you're you get both to upgrade Mini Coopers to like, the first time. Yeah, so you're both Mini Coopers, and then and then you're out. So, like, if you lose that race mail, then you're done in the Battle Royale. You, you've been kicked off. Mm-hmm. So the, the goal is to kind of, like, upgrade your car, keep racing people, and eventually you get, like, by the end of the fucking Battle Royale, you're fucking racing, like, Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And, and, and like, does everybody have the same, like, progression cycle? Like, does everybody get the yeah. same level 2 car, level 3 car? Yeah. So everybody kind of has the same kind of stuff as they're competing. So it's like... yeah. But sometimes, kind of though, like you'll you'll still be a Mini Cooper because you've been hiding, and a fucking Lamborghini will show up and tag you. Oh, because it's like oh fuck, you, right? yeah, and it's like oh fuck, I gotta fucking race this guy. But then, like, uh, like I said, there's like no set path to get to the checkpoint. You could just fucking like if you're gonna like if you have a monster truck type fucking car or whatever that could just go over all the rocks and shit. Then fucking drive over the mountain, dude, mm-hmm. to get there. You know, like you can just go through the lake or, or just drive through the water. It doesn't fucking matter, you know. Uh, so it's really cool how uh, they did that deal, that uh, battle royale. It's fucking, it's a lot of fun actually. <laughs> yeah, it and then if like you it. lose, you get right into it again. Like you just want to get back into another one, and then you just get into another one. I haven't had fun when they did their uh, their little showcase events. Not not the showcase, but the online ones when you played with a group and it was like you have to do so much collectively, you know, you like as a group you gotta do so many like points. Everyone has to jump off of a cliff or something. So far and everybody just kinda looping around, they're jumping off, coming down, running back around, <laughs> yeah. you know. Seeing how much airtime you get as a team or something. No, yeah, that was kinda of fun. They had like drifting ones and stuff like that and it was just kind of a neat way of spicing things up in that game and that game is just really good i did, i don't know i think it's probably still my favorite racing game out there like i like more of the arcade style racing you know i used to love sim games i was a big grand turismo fan back when turismo first came out you know it had all the cars and you could tune them and all that stuff and put the body yeah. kits on them and everybody thought that game was so great i remember falling asleep playing that game i'd be racing on the endurance rap lap and it's like 
200 laps or something like that on like an oval track like a Daytona track and I would wake up and I'm like just against the wall sitting in one just spot against the wall yeah I'm like well damn it I wasted that hour and a half I've been playing you know it's like a two-hour race or something I remember but, doing that when I was a kid younger on a road rage I was playing that game all night and I fell asleep and I woke up and I was just driving against the wall yeah good times that's yeah. good times. That's pretty yeah. much all I've been playing. All right. Well, if you guys have anything else left, it's news time. <laughs> Let's get into some news, gentlemen. About some video game news here, huh? Let's get into some Hitman 3 news. It says here, PC players will have to rebuy Hitman 2 levels to bring them over to Hitman 3. Says here, players who own Hitman 2 on Steam cannot seamlessly import locations from it and Hitman 1. So, as we said before, this game, Hitman 3, has been exclusive to Epic. Now, the exclusivity, I don't know. Uh, oh, wait, it says here it's going to be exclusive for one year. So, it's a year exclusive. So I'm wondering, I, I'm pretty sure that once the exclusivity ends and it's available on Steam, then this won't even matter. But apparently here it says that if you um, well, it says here, Hitman 2 remains unavailable on the Epic Game Store where Hitman 3 will be offered exclusively for the year following its launch on January 20th. And that game is only available on Steam. Says here, due to the various circumstances out of our control, says IO, it is impossible for the PC owners of both games to link them up and bring their locations into Hitman 3 as intended. But IO Interactive has offered a workaround, sort of, for the two weeks following Hitman 3's launch. Says the first workaround is the Hitman 1 Game of the Year Access Pass will be available for free for anyone who owns Hitman 3 on the Epic Game Store. Says here that this pass will be made available for the first 10 days after launch for the people who buy or pre-order Hitman 3. So that's cool. So that's your next. Owners of Hitman on the Epic Game Store, including those who picked up the game who picked the game up for free when it was available back in August, will get a free Hitman 1 Game of the Year access pass upon buying Hitman 3. So that's your then. Hitman 2 Standard and Gold Access Passes will be offered at 80% off for the first 14 days after Hitman 3's launches on the Epic Game Store and will continue to be discounted regularly. IO Interactive has yet to price the Access Passes, which will deliver Hitman and Hitman 2's content into the third game. Since you're back in August when IO announced at the time exclusive to Epic Game Store for Hitman 3, the studio said that PC players would be able to import locations from the previous two games into Hitman 3 on the Epic Game Store. Since you're that ended up being true on all platforms, uh, but the import is free on consoles and it costs money on the PC. Since you're because players must import their levels from Hitman 1 into Hitman 2 first, on the PS4 and Xbox One, Hitman 3 will auto-detect whether that user already owns either 
preceding game on that platform and then allow them to download their levels from Hitman 3's in-game store. Because Hitman 2 is not on Epic Game Store, that process does not work for PC players. Since you're as for carrying your progress from Hitman 1 and Hitman 2, that is accomplished through an IO interactive website and is not affected by Hitman's 2 unavailability on the Epic Game Store. And um, since you're on Reset Era, Upset customers and fans says that they, they would either file for refunds and or wait for a year until Hitman 3 launches on Steam. So it says here, I've just been weighing up whether to not whether or not to bite the bullet to buy it on Epic. And some people say, I guess I will actually be waiting until it hits the Steam next year. It's a shame because it really looked good, but I'm not really buying all the stuff I already own. So, I mean, that that is kind of shitty, but they are kind of trying to help, I guess. So I haven't I haven't looked a whole lot into this. But what is so? There's going to be some levels from the old games that you can be able to play. Is that what yeah? So remember how we talked about last week? How like if you have if you bought this game, you get the levels from Hitman One and Hitman Two remastered or whatever. Right. So that's so, exactly what they're doing with this game. If you if you buy this, say if you have it on the Xbox and you bought Hitman One and Two in the past on your Xbox accounts, then if you buy this game on your Xbox, then you're going to get all the remastered levels like they're all going to be redone in the engine that this game is in like the higher graphics and all that bullshit and they're all going to be brought forward and you can play those levels in this game same applies to the pc but the problem with the pc is that this game is only available on epic and therefore hitman 2 is not available on epic at all that's only available on steam so if you have hitman 1 on the Epic Store, then yes, that's going to bring Hitman 1 levels over, but now you're Hitman, Hitman 2 levels over, so you're going to have to rebuy that again. You know what I mean? Or wait till it comes out on mm-hmm. Steam next year to buy it on Steam and then just import it because it's all across from Steam or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so, personally... It's not like just pick up the free 10-day offer that they're given... Yeah, which the is pass or whatever you want to call the it. The first that is the the first game, so that's the Hitman One Game of the Year Access Pass. So I would say this is probably the first thing I do. Maybe in my mind is trying to make a mental note is if you get this game or pre order it when you go to install it or play it, grab that pass when it's available because mm. you know it's only gonna be ten. So days. being somebody who's never bought any of the Hitman games, would I have to buy anything else other than the new Hitman? Yes, so you have to buy these access passes. Okay. And like and like Mayo said, the first access pass for Hitman One Game of the Year Edition, uh, that one is available for free ten days after this game releases. So it's going to be available uh, so, yeah, to the thirtieth. Get the pass when you buy the game. Yeah, yeah. So so buy the game and get the pass if you if you get so remember within the first 10 days the only after that they're going to charge you for it so you got to do it before the 30th if you buy this game on or after the 30th or on, on release date or pre-order it or whatever okay it's only free until the 30th if you buy the game so like this is actually buy the game though too kind of and then as far as as hitman uh says here the next one hitman um Two standard and gold access passes. Uh, they're going to be eighty percent off after the first, after the launch of Hitman Three. So for the first fourteen days, they'll be eighty percent off. So you can buy the Hitman Two access pass, 
which is where you need to access those levels. On now, if you own the old content, you get that for free, though. Yes, if you already own it on. But the thing is, I got an email. It really doesn't have that much. Old well, I wonder, I wonder if I bought them on GOG because I got an email from Ga- Galaxy of Games or whatever that one is from the other day. Mm-hmm. Offer me all the Hitmans for like under ten bucks. Is it going to be available on GOG? I wonder. That's what I'm kind of wondering. If I buy all the old Hitmans on GOG, would it transfer over then to the Epic version? Probably not, eh? That's yeah. what I don't think that, that's... Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. So like we're probably going to need to get them all on Epic, basically. Yeah. yeah feed, like. feed Sweeney <laughs> some money over there so we can buy another yeah. forest. Oh, build this Fortnite forest. Yeah. That sucks. I mean, but... That's what happens when you have exclusive shit, you know, and you can wait a year to get it on Steam or whatever. I don't yeah. know. That's probably going to fire up some of the community. Because I remember when Epic, you know, first started doing all this stuff. They're like, oh, I want all my games in one place. You know, I have all the first three games over here, and the fourth one's coming out to Epic. Now my game library is split up, you know, and this yeah. really is going to irritate them because now it's going to affect their game because it's. Their library is split up, you know. So but. probably why they gave us a great game like Star Wars this week. They're like, "Oh, we'll just soften the blow a little bit here with this good game." <laughs> right. Star Wars Battlefront Two giveaway has made EA servers crash. That's right. You can currently get Star Wars Battlefront 2 for free via the Epic Game Store. However, you might have a rough time actually playing Battlefront Two. Uh, says here that. Earlier, uh, servers were just overloaded with players and that players kept getting error codes. So apparently, according to EA, they have fired up more servers to allow more capacity to to have more people to play. <laughs> That's kind of cool, I guess. So I think of, uh, I think of, what is it, like, uh, was it you that would say this? Like, when Call of Duty comes out on Christmas, you're like, fresh meat kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. people are probably playing now going, oh, fresh meat. There's probably all these low-level people playing. Oh, I'm sure the old vets are in there just loving it. They're, like, racking up the kills. Yeah, oh, I remember when we were playing Jesus, there was a guy who was, like, his rank was, like, 111th. Yeah. You know? Something. Yeah. Jesus was there number, like, 8, and I was, like, number, like, 30, 38 or something like that. Yeah. This guy had, like, a gold badge beside his name, and he was, like, number 111. That's kind of wild. He was yeah. probably like, this is so much fun. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. <laughs> um, But, yeah. Let's move on here to more news. A UK Pokemon Go player has been busted after driving 14 miles during the lockdown. (laughs) As you may or may not be aware, Britain is currently in its third lockdown. This is due to the nation's inability to keep the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic under even the most rudimentary control. Despite the climbing numbers and efforts from authorities to keep Brits indoors, rules are being frequently broken by said authorities and the public alike. Example, an unnamed Bedworth-based man was stopped by Warwickshire police after traveling 14 miles down the M6 motorway to the town of Kenilworth. The reason 
He was tracking critters in Niantic's mobile title, Pokemon Go. (laughs) (laughs) According to a report by the BBC, the man was fined 200 pounds for the infraction, which contravened the requirement to not leave or be outside the place they live without a reasonable excuse. <laughs> I, I can just hear that conversation now. Like, but officer, I'm playing Pokemon. <laughs> you know, like I gotta catch them. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. That's true, right? Like, you have to, you have to go out there and walk around and shit. Hmm. So uh, I guess they're saying Pokemon Go probably is not real big right now in the UK. Probably not. Probably Niantic is pissed off because they're like, fuck. Fuck. No one's playing our shit no more. Our game is designed for people to go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But don't get arrested or fined like this guy did. (laughs) Pay 200 pounds to fucking (laughs) play Pokemon. That's an expensive microtransaction. Yeah. It says here, postal worker sentenced for stealing consoles from the U.S. mail. <laughs> it says here, federal prosecutors announced Wednesday that a U.S. Postal Service supervisor had now been sentenced in a case involving consoles stolen from the mail during the spring. It says here, Soheb A. Diora, who's 34 years old from Derby, Connecticut, was fined $20,000 and sentenced to three years probation. The first nine months of which he must served in home confinement. So fuck, he has nine months of house arrest. That's shitty. He pleaded guilty in October to theft between February and April of 2020 of numerous packages, including some that contained PlayStation and Nintendo gaming devices, as well as an Apple iPhone and a computer. (laughs) Cecil Dura... Also stole packages containing shoes and clothing, and after an investigation by the Postal Service Inspector General, Jira was charged and pleaded guilty on October 21st to embezzlement of mail by a Postal Service employee, and he has obviously resigned from the Postal Service since then. So he has all this house arrest time, so now he can play the new PlayStation he just stole yeah. <laughs> for the next <laughs> couple months, and he was fined 20000 So the other PlayStations he sold, he's probably going to sell two of them and get his $20,000 back. <laughs> and then... No, but this was actually before the PS5, now before. Right. So I was sure that obviously this was before the PS5, and uh, so that sucks. That sucks. Oh, he's got enough time to play his games now, for sure. <laughs> Apparently, this guy, this guy who ordered from Amazon, said that his PlayStation Five got stolen because instead of the PS Five, he got a George Foreman grill. <laughs> when he when his package came, there was a George Foreman grill inside the box instead of a PS Five. <laughs> hmm. One of the oh, one of the is kind of like the opposite of that, but one of the streamers my son watches. He does like in real life recordings and these kind of like out disrupting public and stuff like that. And he does all this recording. And while he's recording, the people are yelling and they're like, hey, turn off the camera. I don't know. You don't have permission to, you know, record me. Yeah. And he's always like, it's not a camera. It's a PS4. And they're like, really? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's a that's our PS4. And, they, and some people would just dismiss it. They're like, okay, well, get it out of here. And then, you know, but he that's his running joke. He calls her camera a PS4, you know. So this guy, you know, his PS5, he can just call it a George Foreman girl, I guess. Because... Uh, 
Mm. But yeah. That would be my luck. I would I would finally get my hands on a PS5 and then it'd come in the mail and it would be like a, a George Foreman grill. <laughs> right? cat. I read one somebody got cat litter instead of yeah. PS5. <laughs> yeah. That's a good trade off. Stuff. Moving to more news, EA will continue to make Star Wars games mail. I know you're really excited to hear that. Oh, well, look at Battlefront. Battlefront's so good. Let's hear they have multiple projects in development at the moment. Yeah, after the announcement of Lucasfilm's games, the official new label for all games titles from Lucasfilms, and the reveal that Ubisoft will be making an open-world Star Wars game, the question or not whether EA will continue to make games based on the license has cropped up. Now there's official confirmation that EA will continue to make Star Wars games with multiple projects in development at the moment. So, there you go, guys. If you guys, I, don't want... know. I, I think EA actually does a pretty good job on the Star Wars games. I really enjoyed Fallen Order, and I'm enjoying Battlefront, and Rogue Squadrons is just a hit as well. So I want to play. I want to play Fallen Order again. That game was dope. I should play it again, huh? I should play it on my OLED. It's funny because that's actually one of the games I bought when I bought my series or my Xbox One X. And uh, it's funny, all the games that I actually bought for the Xbox has gone free to Game Pass. It was just irony. <laughs> you know, like, I've stopped buying games on like, Xbox for yeah, that reason. I mean, I don't because... own I don't own very many, but I remember when I bought that Xbox One X, it, it came bundled with uh, the NBA 2K at the time, and that wasn't the bundle I wanted, but it was the only Xbox I could find, so I, I got that bundle. So, but my son liked it. Like, okay, I got NBA 2K 20 or 21, whatever it was, and then Jedi Fallen Order. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna play this in the Xbox. Give me something to play because it's you know not a not a shooter really, so I can. You know, play around with that third-person view, and I don't wouldn't mind that on the Xbox so much. So I, I bought that for my Xbox. What happens? It goes free to play. You know, NBA 2K free to play, and then a couple of the other games you know are on Game Pass that either I own, you know, early on or whatever from just before. You know, and so same thing's been happening with me on the PC with Epic Store. I buy a game, and then two weeks later, it's been free on the Epic they Store. Give it away, right? <laughs> Or, or not free, but like super discounted, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, man, I just paid like fifty dollars for this nine dollar game. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like me paying uh, seven days to die twice at full price when it was on sale like two days before that. <laughs> well, I'm sure the developers love you. Love you, yeah. We're, we're supporting no, who them. Is this guy, they're getting they're getting the uh, the horrible gamers bump over there. They're they're making some money <laughs> off of us. Yeah. Good mornings. Throwing two mornings here. Let's see if this article ever loads up here. It's not loading. Well, I guess I'll skip this article. <laughs> Go on to the next one. Since this one's not loading, we'll move on to the next one. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Says here. Oh, no, I got it here. Steve achieved 120 million monthly active users in 2020. More than PlayStation or Xbox Live. <gasps> Come on, guys. You guys are so- <laughs> yeah, I mean, shocking. it is I, yeah. to me actually, it is kind of shocking because I feel like your majority of your players are PlayStation and Xbox players. Being a PC guy forever, I feel like you know, you're because it's just more casual to be on an Xbox or a PlayStation in your yeah. living room and a TV, and there's more kids, you know, and, and this and that. I feel, I feel like on Xbox and 
PlayStation, the numbers should be higher than they are on Steam. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I threw this article in your disc because I thought it was kind of interesting. I don't know if that's because I almost feel like there's a quite a trend in people going to PC now. You know, it seems to be growing quite a bit. But I think this younger generation is really kind of embracing the PC a lot more than before and and so i think the growth is there and i think that's also because all these streamers you know all these streamers have nice pcs and they're playing these games like like rust and that on there and and they want to be like them they see these players playing fortnite and they want to play it with max frames you know and be like them so i think it really pushes the pc sales on top of the game sales no 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 joke like yeah you're right you're completely right my kid um like she, she knows how to use the PC to PC game. Like she understands it. You know what I mean? It's something that like, I don't know, like you're right. Like I think she sees people on YouTube or Twitch or whatever streaming and she notices that they're playing on PC and, and that really drives people to want the PC. Like that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I think I remember you saying that one time, maybe it was like off, off air or something like that. You said your daughter seen your PC one time and you're like, she was like, what is that? You know? And like, that's my gaming PC. And you're like, she was blown away like she's like oh really <laughs> yeah well, and you, you try to go buy parts right now there's that's there's nothing on the in the stores for parts so i think it's just pc gaming is just in general is blowing up all around yeah and, and then vr and everything as well when you start mixing that in yeah and, and I also think that, well, there's no PC parts because of the pandemic as well. Like, that that really has put a damper in, in the PC world. And, yeah, but I mean, still, the lineups outside of the stores, when you go to get parts, it shows that everybody's wanting to go to PC. I yeah, know, I, wonder, yeah. I wonder if, like, the sales of, like, iBuyPower and all these pre-built places, probably because that's probably the easy way to do it, if they've gone up or not. I know a lot of people that buy those, that buy the I buy powers and shit, and they spend a lot of money on those computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than yeah, they need no. to. <laughs> a lot more, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Well, it's the convenience, right? You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to learn to put it together. Right. I thought and about. It just shows up. Yeah. I thought about building an extra one and uh, maybe selling it afterwards, just to build one, to build one, and then maybe throwing it up for sale. Do but, it. but kind of hesitant stumped I'm like well what if I don't sell it you know or this or that you know so then I'm stuck mm-hmm. with a second PC and I, I mean I could have two PCs here at my place but I have a friend that does that just for a hobby and he's been selling a lot of PCs lately <laughs> yeah so I'm just kind of slow to do it like I like, don't want to get stuck with building you know like a $1,500 PC and then cause I know it's a lot of money to, for somebody to invest in, a, in like a gaming PC so and then to try to sell it you know maybe you know might not sell it and then it's going to be sitting there and i'm like okay well now i have two two pcs in here and i guess my son could come over and play when he's here you know we could have two of them going but sure he wouldn't mind (laughs) well yeah let's 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 talk about some stats here give some stats for you guys according to 2020 there was 120 million monthly active users that were using Steam daily active players was 62.6 million and the peak concurrent players was 24.8 million. New purchases on Steam went up by 21.4% and that went up to two over two and a half million purchases or purchasers per month. And it says here uh, 
there was obviously 21.4% more games purchased than in 2019. And there was over 50% more hours played compared to 2019. So there's that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, because, you know, the pandemic and more people are at home, more people are playing, but that would, well, I would think, would raise the Xbox and PlayStation numbers, you know, like I was saying before, over Steam, you know, because, you know, that's the more casual. Yeah. For sure, you'd think uh, it would be the common common denominator there. It says sure that over 1.7 million new Steam VR users were uh, logged in last year. So that's new players over 2019. 1.7 million new players using VR headsets. So that's actually resulted in 71% more revenue for VR games. And also VR playtime has increased by 30%. For VR users. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Sir, Steam is outlined plans for 2019 as Steam continues to grow and dominate for the PC platform. Uh, they're looking to improve in 2021. For those of you that live in China, Steam will begin an official release during this year. Linux users should also be looking forward to the more compatible more compatibility and performance improvements. And here's a rundown, guys. Here's a we got, got, got the stats. Guys. Oh, we got the stats. Says here, Steam China. That's the first bullet point to have here. Says here, together with our partner, Perfect World, the team has been hard at work, and we're really close to launching this program to bring Steam onshore into China in early 2021. User experience improvements. We're looking at filing down the rough edges that most users encounter when interacting with Steam. Basically, we want to make it as easy as possible to buy, install, and play games. Also, Steam Login. We still plan on refreshing the Steam mobile app and making it easier for users to log in and keep their account secure. Also, Steam Points Program. Says here, we're brainstorming more ways to reward users, including folks who aren't specially interested in Steam community features. Also, Linux, we're continuing to invest in technology that improves game compatibility and performance through Steam Play. And we're also putting together new ways for prospective users to get into Linux gaming and experience these improvements. And Steam Labs, along with iterating on existing experiments such as O1O, Browse, and O12. What the fuck is all this shit? Exploring cells. Uh, we're exploring new ways for players to browse the catalog in the coming year. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. I have I have so many Steam points that I don't even know what to do with them anymore. You're gonna give you free games, man. That would be nice. I can't remember what I think I have like. I think the other day I was looking. I can't remember where it's at now. One but, million Steam points? No, not that many. But because you don't get a whole lot when you make a purchase, but mm. but when I'm buying the same game three or four times for people, it kind of adds up pretty quick. You know, but mm. but um. Oh, there it is, the point shop. So I, I am sitting on 42,000 points. And so, like, you can buy custom stuff for, like, two and 3,000 points. So I'm, and I'm sitting on 42,000. So, yeah, I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, you got to click on uh, store and then... Uh, oh, Steam Point Store. Here we go. Yeah, go to point shop. <laughs> I got 50,000 points. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. some seven days stuff I can buy here though too. Cool. Oh. Cool. Also, so want some more news here. 
The U.S. environmental organization warns against Xbox Series X and PS5 energy consumption. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so the PS5 and the Xbox Series X each draw 160 to 200 watts plus of electricity when used, which is higher than their predecessors and more power than a 60-inch TV, Leahy. More power than a 60-inch TV! <gasps> oh, no. God, how dare you, Xbox and PlayStation. <laughs> they, they would probably hate people like us because I have the 65-inch TV. I have this PC running all the time. I have my son's all PC running long. all the time. I have my PlayStation or my Xbox yeah. over here, my Switch over here. Damn. It says, according to the U.S. Natural Resources Defense Council, an environmental nonprofit organization that measures energy consumed by next-gen consoles, and today published a lengthy report on the topic. The report recognized the platform holders' efforts to reduce power consumption when the consoles are in rest mode. They only draw about one watt or lower when that's the case. But they also highlighted the impact of features such as the Xbox's instant-on mode, which is enabled by default when the console ships. It says here, based on modeling, our air... NRDC performed through 2025. This one seemingly inconsequential decision by Microsoft could result in the equivalence of one large 500 megawatt coal burning power plants worth of annual electricity generation and cost new US Xbox owners roughly $1 billion on their electricity bills. Leahy, how dare you? How fucking oh, dare you? Leahy's fault. He's got that new yeah. Xbox over there. God damn you. One yeah. billion dollars you're going to pay for electricity. <laughs> well, what can I say? I enjoy it. It says, sure, given that there is very minimal user benefit from instant on, it is surprising that Microsoft, which publicly announced that by 2030, Microsoft will be carbon negative and launched an initiative around the world to help their suppliers and customers reduce their carbon footprints. They do not ship their consoles with the energy savings option enabled by default. And perhaps they should just remove the instant on choice during the initial setup. Such a change could happen almost overnight with just a few lines of new code, is what they said. Oh my god. Oh my god, Mayo. How dare you? I don't want to uh, wait an extra I feel, minute. For I, my I feel ashamed. How dare you? <laughs> Since the report also pointed out the high power consumption of streaming TV shows or films on the consoles, particularly when switching from playing a game to streaming a show. Why would anyone do this? Why? Why? Why would you? Oh, how why. dare because you? Because we have a pandemic and we're all stuck inside. Why would you? TV. Why would you ever think about switching from a game to streaming, Leahy? Why would you do that? God damn know, it, but... you. I just get bored sometimes. What can I say? You, you're you killing the fucking earth just by doing that, you motherfucker. You. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, so so just think of the people that turn on something to have it on the background. They're probably streaming a show just to have noise in the background. Just to have noise? <laughs> yeah, bro, I have my 60-inch TV on on my Xbox Series X, and I'm streaming <laughs> fucking movie. Well, while I'm in the kitchen noise. making supper, because I just want the noise and be able to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Running the microwave and the oven. Oh, why not? It's all on, on electric stove. Oh, and don't forget you're on your switch too, right? In between. Oh yeah, yeah you play, you're playing between cooking. <laughs> you switch. Oh my god! 
It says here, this may save a few seconds, but the consoles will drop between 30 and 70 watts of power, about 10 to 25 times more power than a streaming device like an Apple TV, a Roku box, or an Amazon Fire Stick mail to watch the same show. Hmm. How fucking dare you? Amazon paid somebody to write this article. It says here, we have repeatedly, repeatedly urged Sony and Microsoft to include a dedicated low power chip for video playback in their consoles. And this request is even more important today, given the potential for long hours of binge watching via your consoles. (gasps) Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Ten hour binge watch sessions. (laughs) Why? God, how dare you guys? Well, that makes me wonder how much my smart TV uses. Ah, yeah. probably less than whatever your Xbox is using killing the Earth. Probably. probably. Xbox Series Earth Killer. <laughs> that's the name they should name it. That is a, that's a better name. <laughs> Some reverse yeah, psychology Xbox. there, like <laughs> the Earth Killer. Earth killer. Brought you by the darkness. Moving on to more news, real quick. Let's talk about some other news. More news, real quick. Yeah, that's for you people that are not Earth conscious out there, killing the fucking planet with your Xboxes and your Playstations. If you have a PS5, speaking of the PS5, there are now. DualSense controller faceplates on sale from a third party called. Decor Evolve. They come in a total of 10 colors. The cost of these faceplates works out to about $9.99. And there are 10 different colors available male. You can buy a gold, a rose gold, silver, light blue, steel gray, orange, midnight blue, purple, blue, and red. Reported by VGC, these spray plates are being sold online and are actually very easy to install as a front plate of the dual since can stamp right off and back on again. So, says here, who knows how long these space plates will be on sale for, but you can buy them right now, guys. Go and buy yourself some customized color face plates for your dual sense. Until Sony shuts them down. Because didn't they have the custom side panels of the PlayStation 5? And they got shut down. Yeah, I think I read something mm. about that. Like you could buy custom colors, and you know Sony's making other colors eventually. You know, and so they're Sony's probably going. We can't have that. You know, we can't have. Oh yeah, they people. need the, they need the colors for their special editions. Right, right. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. So yeah, they might not want a red <laughs> controller yet. They need their Spider-Man edition, Jesus. <laughs> so move on to more news here. Like it or not. There's no denying how big of a franchise Call of Duty is when it comes to overall units sold and how much the franchise has embedded itself into gamers' lives. Case in point, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War topped all the games to be the best-selling game of December, and it is the best-selling game of 2020. Beat Cyberpunk. Beat everything. It always does, though, I think, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. But it says here... If this is not impressive enough for you, Mayo, okay. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the previous title of the game, managed to hit the number two spot in overall sales for 2020 as well. So they got the first spot with Call of Duty Cold War, 
And they got the second spot with fucking Modern Warfare. <laughs> yeah, I guess they technically both came out this year, didn't they? Like, technically, because I know uh, technically Warzone was considered coming out at the beginning of the year. Kind of oh. just feels like all one big game, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, right? It is. Yeah. Also, great, they're great games, so they are. According to the NPD group, the Call of Duty franchise has been the best-selling video game franchise in the United States for the last 12 years straight. 12 years straight. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But I, I, The only thing I could think would give them a run for their money would be maybe Assassin's Creed. But even then, like, years. yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed doesn't come out every year. So, like, you know, Call yeah, of Duty has that. True. They that's rotate true. their developers out, so they're always coming out with one every year. Yeah. And so they can always push one every that year. That is crazy. 12 years in a row, and you have the best-selling video game franchise in the world or in the U.S.? That is nuts. That is. That is so much money. <laughs> yeah, just in Call of Duty alone, you know. Like, not to mention, they owned World of Warcraft and all those. They own fucking Blizzard and shit, too, you know. Like, they're making all the money off of that, too. But then you're making all the money off of Call of Duty on top of that? Like, fuck. And then don't they, doesn't fucking Activision own... Uh, what's that? That fucking assholes that make Candy Crush? What was it? King something developer that I'm pretty sure they own Candy Crush Maker as well like the Candy Crush Saga game and we we all know that's like one of the top fucking microtransaction mobile games in the world also so that's fucking yeah nuts. King Games yeah they own them I'm pretty sure King Games owned by Activation <laughs> so that's fucking nuts, man. That's, that's kind of crazy. I didn't know. I thought Call of Duty wasn't the most popular, but I didn't know it was that popular, guys. Come on. That bad popular. King, Activision, yeah, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, they own, uh, they own. I, I, when I looked up Activision, you know, on their wiki, like, you know, Activision's been around since the 2600. So, like, they've been in the yeah. game industry for that long. Like, how many other companies have been around, been around that long? That long. Like even yeah. like Capcom and them, you know, they've been around forever, but they have been around since the Atari days. They were later. Oh. That's an old company right there. Lots uh, of money. Yeah, now I'm kind of curious to see what other companies are still around since the Atari days. I can't think of <laughs> much off the top of my head. Yeah. EA, I think, isn't the, EA was around there, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like I can't remember if they were the ones that made ET or not, or had something to do with ET. I know EA's been around for a long time for sure. Hmm. Yeah, EA's been around forever. They... EA. Let's look them up real quick. So, so they were founded in May twenty seventh, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, right, right around that Atari era. Yeah, that, yeah, EA is huge, man. If you look at EA and how much shit they just own, they're they're almost as they're just as big as Activision. You know, they're they're probably not as big, but they own a lot of shit. They own, oh yeah. EA publishes so many games every year. Like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, they get a lot of hate for a reason. It's because they're out, yeah. out there a lot. Um, so it looks, <laughs> like, looks like Bandy Namco is the first one. They had Pac-Man in, in 80. 
Oh, are they still? They're still around, right? Yeah. And then Mar and then Nintendo was this third. Uh, really? First, first is uh, the franchise is Oregon Trail, and then and the publisher <laughs> is publishers MECC, whoever that is, uh, Minnesota Educational Company. <laughs> and it's been it it, it was uh, forty six years ago, but I guess it's still going. Oh yeah, because they they made a handheld Oregon Trail March second, twenty eighteen was their latest release. So, I oh, I guess the, they Oregon keep Trail. remaking that, right? <laughs> yeah, the first one was it. made in '71, and then this new one made this and it made in 2018. Fuck, that's kind of crazy. And I said Pac-Man was second. It's been out for four. You know that that company's been around for 40 years in th- three months. Then Mario and crazy to think about the road of gaming. I remember gaming on a green screen computer. Konami's up there too. That's another one that's in that group. Yeah, but but Mayo, the oldest video game company, is Nintendo. They've been around. Yeah, since... they started as a card company, like tri- like yeah. uh, playing cards. Yeah, they've been around since eighteen eighty nine. Yeah, so they've been around for a hundred and thirty years. Yeah, if you technically, you know, consider them when they were a card company before they were making video yeah. games and all that stuff. I think that was even like generations. It was like the the person that did the card company. Um, was the son of somebody else that had the Nintendo name, and they used their distribution ability to start making video games and sending them to the U.S. The arcade cabinets, and they started to grow, and mm. they kept at it, fighting Atari. I mean, I I can think of a lot of people that had Nintendos growing up. Oh yeah, definitely. Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo is like the one thing that everyone. I think everyone knows Nintendo, right? Like, like if you mention Nintendo, people know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, even people, yeah. even people who don't know video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, don't know it was funny because I actually went to the uh, Ohio State played for the national championship last weekend, and uh, I actually had a Nintendo Mario Kart shirt on. And but I had under like a sweatshirt and you couldn't see it. And this one lady that was down there watching the game, she was like an older lady, and she, she knows I do the podcast and she mentioned about video games. She's like, Yeah, Mario and Mario Kart, I love that stuff. And you know, she you could just tell she knows nothing about video games. And 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 it was ironic that I had a Mario Kart shirt on underneath, you know, I was going, you know, it's kind of funny. Well, that's like, what I, I was getting the people that don't play video games to play video games. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're good at, you know. And <laughs> it says here that uh, that Nintendo has done other businesses as well as video games. They at one point sold ramen noodles. <laughs> they tried to make a taxi service in Japan because they were really po- they were like the most popular company in Japan because of their playing cards. So they sold ramen noodles. They tried to make a taxi service that didn't pan out for them, and they also tried to make love hotels. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna really call it a brothel, but yeah, pretty much <laughs> they had these hotels in Japan before the playing card stuff. <laughs> Some shit, dude. Yeah, some fucking... Company history right there. Yeah, right? Like, now you're making family-friendly video games. <laughs> yeah, don't like, take a, a hard turn. It makes, even, uh, I've been reading the book, uh, the Console Wars book. It talks about the yeah. war between Sega and Nintendo. And yeah, they hit on the wild. history. They, they hit on the history of Nintendo. And that and they, you know, even then with the playing cards, they were 
kind of illegal over there in Japan. Like they were not liked, like they were outlawed, like the American, you know, version of the playing cards weren't allowed over there. And, and they were selling them kind of like on the side, you know, and they were sold in like little corner street shops and that's kind of where they were starting, you know, and then they end up making one and then Japan like supported it and they distributed them to, uh, casinos is where they figured out they could start making their money because, you know, casinos were buying new decks of cards all the time. So that's how they were getting there, you know, like continually selling cards and, and then they continue to grow. And then, like I said, then they, I think it was like a grandson of that owner, you know, he inherited the company and he just took a completely left turn and started making video games and using their ability to distribute to send video games out. And there we are. Another sure. empire. It says here that uh, that their love hotels did pretty well, but uh, the one of their their founders didn't want to uh, to keep following that <laughs> that business, so he shut it down. And then at some point, they also made a uh, instant rice. Instant rice. That was right before their video games in the '60s. That was their last uh, like venture was a was a instant rice company. <laughs> You gotta respect the hustle. <laughs> so yeah, wild. I think, I think you can even buy the Nintendo playing cards online. I'm not sure how cheap they are, but uh, I don't know. I wonder, yeah, how how much they cost. That's that's fucking crazy, right? Fucking Nintendo, man. They've been around forever. Yeah. <laughs> fucking brothels, taxi service, fucking ramen noodles. Man, was... Nintendo's wild. But uh, that's all I really have about news. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't see any. I was trying to see if I could find some. They like remake ones and stuff like that, but nothing. Without digging too much. Oh, also, the CEO of CD Projekt Red has responded to a report about fake E3 demos. Uh, this is the this is the rumor that came up that said that uh, if you guys remember the E3 demo we saw back a few years ago at mm-hmm. E3, the, the one first with level, the tra- that mission, the first level, yeah. Uh, people were saying that that's fake. Like, there's no way that that was playable back then or whatever. Like, like this was fake. So they responded and said, um, uh, the CEO said. It's hard for a trade show game demo not to be a test division or vertical slice two years before the game ships. But that does not mean it is fake. Compare the demo with the game. Look at the dum-dum scene or the car chase or many other things. What the people reading your article may not know is that games are not made in a linear fashion and they start looking like the final product only a few months before they launch. If you look at that demo now, it is different, yes. But that's what the work in progress watermark is for. Our final game looks and plays way better than what that demo ever was. As for the missing features... That's part of the creation process. Features come and go as we see 
if they work or not. Also, car ambushes exist in the final game almost verbatim to what we showed in the demo. And says, sir, and if we get a bit more granular about our release, the vision we presented in this demo evolved into something that got multiple 9 out of 10s and 10 out of 10s on PC for many renowned gaming outlets in the world. As for the old generation consoles, yes, that is another case, but we've owned up to that and we are working super hard to eliminate the bugs on the PC too. And we know that it's not a perfect vision either. Or, or a perfect version either and we're proud of cyberpunk 2077 as a game and artistic vision and that it all is not what i'd call disastrous it says here most of the staff knew and openly said it would be ready for release in 2020 it says sir you've talked with 20 people some being ex-employees of ours only one of whom is not anonymous i wouldn't call that most of over the 500 people staff openly said what you claim so there's he's talking about responding about like the staff claiming that oh they they the the management wouldn't follow the vision they didn't listen to us blah blah blah. so he's responding to that saying that the kotaku and all these websites have only talked to about 20 people out of 500 people that work for them or whatever and only one of them was not anonymous it says here, a few non-Polish staffers share stories about co-workers using Polish in front of them, which violated company rules, made them feel ostracized, they said, where their co-workers talking shit about them. It says here, quote, everyone here speaks English during meetings. Every company-wide email and announcement is in English. All that is mandatory. Rule of thumb is to switch to English when there is a person not speaking a given language in a casual conversation. It is, however, pretty normal for Germans speaking German, Poles speaking Polish, Spaniards speaking Spanish, etc. He says, there are 44 nationalities at our studio. You get the point. When there's no one else around... We are working in a multicultural environment. If the question is, if it's hard to move to another country, sometimes culture and work and live there, then the answer is yes. But that's universal to every company all over the entire world. And we're doing what we can to ease that transition. So that's that's his response to that. And it says here, when, when people said that fans and journalists were wowed by Cyberpunk 2077's ambitions and scale, what they didn't know was the demo was almost entirely fake. So, you know, like, that was the response to the first one. And so, like, this guy is actually responding to these, these I think he's responding to Jason Schreier, who wrote an article saying that uh, they didn't do the right thing or they lied or whatever. They showed the, the fake demo and all that. And I'm kind of with the CEO. He's right. I mean... I work in an environment where there's a lot of people that are from different cultures that, that work around me. And yeah, there's times where there's a guy that speaks Spanish and I speak Spanish and, and I'm speaking to him in Spanish, you know, about we're talking about home life or whatever. Hey, how was your weekend or whatever? You know, like, like that's kind of normal. You know, it mm -hmm. happens almost in every workplace. Yeah, you know so that I mean? happens in my workplace. And we yeah. have a lot of people that come from Africa. And actually, they tell us, like, the the people we work with in Africa, they're like, even some of them speak different languages, you know. So their languages are, are different in Africa, depending on where they're at. And yeah. so, like, sometimes they're even their own unique languages. So, like, some of, you know, one group can be talking to, to one and, and then the other one not even know what they're saying, you know. So... You know, we have that at my work, and, you know, it's just part of the environment. Yeah, I agree. I, 
And as far as the demo itself, he's right. I mean, if I'm sure that what they showed was probably what they had playable at the time. And I don't think that it was them trying to lie to us. Think about any, like every demo we've seen from like every game at E3, where people don't realize that these games are not running on consoles at right. all. <laughs> They're all running on PC that's similar to the console. Like even last year when we saw, what was that game that we saw? Was it Halo? Wasn't it Halo Infinite or something? Halo where, Infinite, yeah. But they kept saying that, oh, it's running on an Xbox Series X or whatever. Like, bullshit it is, dude. <laughs> You're running that shit on a PC that's similar specs to the Series X. That, as close as you can get to it, you know what I mean? Like, we know you're not running that shit on the console, dude. Like, you know, like, any of these games are not running on a console. They're just not. You know? I just don't... I don't know why people are always mad about that. Like, it's just... It, that's just... Unless it actually says, like, actual footage on Xbox X or something. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. It's on PC. If you have to try to show any kind of preview, you know, if you're going to show something that comes out two years down the road, you know, I mean, you can't expect modern-day hardware to be able to show it that well, you know. Well, and it's not like they're working on the Xbox. Right. You know, they're working on PCs to develop these games. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as far as, you know, what else are they saying? What else are they saying on fucking shit? They, you talked about, uh, you know, like them talking to 20 people <laughs> out of the 500 people that work for them. I could believe that, you know, because you think about how many sources do these people really have. Like, how many people can you actually get to talk to you, you know, when they're working for such a big company, you know? And, yeah, and that's... a company of 500, there's going to be at least 20 disgruntled people. That's, or or uh, people that 4%. are Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you know, or like or like people that have been fired or let go or their contract was up and so they're like, Hey, we don't need you anymore. You were the guy working on this and where the game is done. We don't fucking need you anymore, so you're done. And they might be pissed off, you know, because like, well fuck you, you know, I wanted to work here longer or whatever, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> You don't hear about the people that are the other four hundred and eighty that that like their job. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, yeah, that's another thing, too, that we got to consider, you know? And, like, we always hear this also about, like, Rockstar. Rockstar always is another company that, like, they keep their shit under wraps, right? Like, their games, like, sometimes they leak, but it's really rare that they do. And they do a really good job of keeping shit under wraps, you know? And then, like, all of a sudden, next thing you know, there's a trailer for the next GTA or something. And those guys... There's always people that that always like articles always come out like oh the crunch is so terrible mm-hmm. oh we couldn't sleep we had to sleep at work Mayo oh no it's like shut up dude like <laughs> just shut the fuck everybody up, has man. crunch in their yeah. lives exactly like that's one thing that pisses me off like like these people writing these fucking articles act like they don't have crunch right. <laughs> Like you guys act like you writing these fucking articles like you guys never had crunch like 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 your fucking editor or whatever never said hey motherfucker you got you got like two hours to get that done well just yeah, like, Shire, articles like, like next week let's go <laughs> this article he wrote if he waited two weeks to write this article it might be irrelevant you know like exactly the situation might have rolled past so he's probably got some crunch he probably has a deadline say i have a couple of days to get this article out here before it's before it rolls over, you know, so. Everybody yeah. has crunch in their lives. I don't care who you are. 
Exactly. It could be any job, dude. <laughs> you know what <laughs> you I mean? You could be a kid in school and have crunch in your life because you got homework to do and you got to get this done and that done. I mean, it's just kind of part of life. Exactly. You got chores. You got things to do. You got, you know, fucking got to go to basketball practice or whatever. You got shit to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could not be working and be a millionaire and like, like Jesus over there when he wins the lottery. And yeah. he's still going to have win crunch. Win it this week, guys. I'm going to buy all the, okay, if I win the lottery, I'm going to buy all the PS5s and then resell them all. Oh, I'm going to double, double my lottery winning. Just buy a, a cargo container of PS5s. We'll, we'll, make, a, we'll make a bot to buy them all before the scalpers, and then we'll sell them for a regular price. No. Yeah. We'll sell them for, like, even if I sell them for 50 bucks more a piece, I'm making money. I'll be able to make all that money back. But act now. If you do a $50 Patreon, you'll get a discount. <laughs> there you go. Now, <laughs> speaking of, of video games, the last piece of news that I have here is Sony's news. This is kind of like a weird update that Sony has done. So Sony has updated its CES 2021 video, and they have now removed mentions of any upcoming PlayStation 5 exclusives that do not have a release date. This includes Project Athea. So, so during their CES 2021 presentation, Sony, Sony had shared a list of exclusives releasing for the PS5 in 2021 and beyond. It also included some surprises like the release window of Project Athea, which was apparently January 2022. Or no, January 2022. 2022, what the fuck? <laughs> so next year, in January. Which was a lot sooner than when most fans were expecting from it. But here's what they had listed in the original video. They had released, you know, Project Athea was coming out in January of 2022. Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, was going to come out in 2021. Horizon, Forbidden West, coming out in 2021. A game called Returnal, releasing in March 2021. Kena, in March 2021. Solar Ash, in June 2021. And Stray, in October 2021. The last game was Ghostwire Tokyo, which was released in October 2021. But apparently these uh, these have uh, been removed from the, from the thing. Oh. You know, none of these games now have a release date or like a release window. <laughs> after That's maybe the, the smarter way to do it. And why, why would you even give yourself a hard date? Why not just say, like they do now, kind of like end of 2021, yeah. fall of 2021? Because yeah. if you start getting that, that, that hard date, yeah. you know, like in Cyberpunk, and then they push it back, then we're all like, oh, they're pushing it back. What are they, you know, they need to release this. But if they would have just said Cyberpunk was going to come out in the fall and they never said any more until they knew it was ready to go and then gave us a date, I think it would be yeah. a little bit easier on the developers. And I don't know why they just don't do that anymore. That's just a common, like, no hard dates. I really like when they give you that two-week window. They're like, this game's coming out in two weeks. It's ready to go. Here you go. Yeah, yeah and that would be the nice thing. If they just waited, you know, That's said, hey, rare. it'll come out in fall. But, you know, when we do feel like it's ready. And usually that two-week window is probably just shipping. You know, like like Gunny would say, like, you know, getting these games over overseas because, you know, they're made over in Japan or, or you know, they're made here, shipping them throughout the world. It gives all that stuff shipping time that, you know, like, that I'm sure yeah. that has something to do with it. So the game is probably done at that point. When they say two weeks ago, that game yeah. is probably out there and ready to go. It's just a matter of getting it distributed for everybody oh, so to get like, it just creates less less disappointment yes in the in people when something goes wrong and then the hate comes and everything else yeah hard dates are just not the way to do it anymore 
also with COVID, I think that that probably threw a wrench in to oh, all yeah. these fucking release dates. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Look at how many yeah. games are de- you know delayed and you know how much I mean, how little games are out on the new consoles. You know, like really, there isn't a whole lot. It's a lot of remakes. But even in this board game that I kickstarted, I got an email that they are having trouble getting shipping containers to actually ship the game. It's ready to go. It's sitting in a warehouse, but they can't get any shipping containers to actually get it across the ocean. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, because of COVID or something, they could, you know, be down on, you know, whoever controls ships or whoever moves the containers around or unloads them and loads them. You know, they could be shorthanded. I agree. Um. But yeah, so there's that. So I guess apparently those games have no release date at this point. I mean, maybe or maybe they just fucked up and they weren't supposed to give those dates out and they did. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. fuck delete that, that shit. That was an eternal memo. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. <laughs> delete this shit now. Delete it. <laughs> uh, uh, but apparently um, another game that's been delayed, which is a game that I really look forward to playing this year, was Hogwarts Legacy. This apparently has not been delayed to 2022 to create the best possible experience. That's right. Warner Brothers Interactive has now delayed Hogwarts Legacy to 2022 in order to give the fans the best possible experience in this brand new game. This is a new adventure, Mayo, Mm -hmm. set in the wizarding world that was featured in the Harry Potter series. So sure, the game is being developed by Avalanche and Port Key Games, and it will be published by Warner Brothers Interactive. So there's that. After like seeing to... everything that happened with Cyberpunk, they probably were like, whoa, 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 okay, we're not going to release till it's ready, for sure. <laughs> Since you're, uh, this game is set in the 1800s, the story will offer the player the chance to control the student at Hogwarts who holds the key to an ancient secret that threatens to tear the wizarding world apart. You can make allies, battle dark wizards, and decide the, decide the fate of the wizarding world in this brand new adventure created by Avalanche and Porky Games. And it's being described as an immersive, open-world action RPG set in the world first introduced in the Harry Potter books. And uh, you will get to explore and discover Fantastic Beast, customize your character, and craft potions, master spellcasting, and upgrade your talents. So apparently the game will be out now in 2022 for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and the PC. No mention of old consoles, huh? No mention of the Xbox OG or the PS4. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are they being phased out, guys? Who <gasps> knows? Who knows? But I mean, after like again, like I said, after the hate with Cyberpunk, maybe they're just not going to announce that. <laughs> yeah. Lower expectations a little bit. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for news, guys. I mean, apparently Call of Duty is getting a new map called the Uban, which is a. Give us the um. The Kremlin, not the Kremlin, uh, the Gulag get an overhaul too, or something like that. Yeah, they're doing a bunch of different things to the so I don't know. I don't really play Warzone, so I don't really keep up with it. And like I said, it keeps crashing on me, so I don't know anything that's really going on with Cold War. Um, but that's 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 all I have for uh, video game news, guys. Also, uh, I've been seeing a lot of that, uh, what's that game called, that Scott Pilgrim Saves the World video game? Is that like a remaster that just came out or something? I don't know. Why do I keep seeing it like, advertised? I think advertised it's a new everything? game. I don't think there, there was ever a game. It was a movie. 
I know based it was on a, a comic book. I think this there's might like be... a there's a game about uh, I don't know like it says on there like Scott Pilgrim saves the world or some shit. But uh, it... soccer, say, the game complete edition here and uh, rediscover the beloved 2D style beat 'em up. So yeah, it must be a remaster of an older game. It says sure that uh, according to this news, it says that it has become the Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The, the game is limited run games, so that's the publisher of the studio. It is their li- their biggest release of all time. Apparently, they uh, they sold twenty five thousand copies in less than three hours on the Nintendo Switch alone, and uh, that's a huge deal for them because that's the the most they've ever sold of any game they've ever made. And uh, and there's a limited, time limited physical editions, so apparently you can pre-order those for six weeks from 15th of January to I don't know moving forward. And apparently you get the game, which is a $35, which is just the game. And you get a classic edition for $55, and there's a KO edition for $140. Uh, so there's that. For the physical, it's weird because it's twenty dollars Canadian for the digital here. Yeah, it's thirty four, thirty five dollars for the standard. I'm assuming because they're not really making a lot of the physical. It says here is a limited edition or time limited physical edition. So that's the only thing. Yeah, you get a like a like instruction booklet, a full color instruction booklet, deluxe plastic clamshell case with the reversible cover sheet, a sticker sheet featuring art from the game, a physical soundtrack CD, and uh, the Clash at Demon Head commemorative concert ticket and an overworld map. And the KO edition includes all of that plus a premium hard shell roadie collector's case box featuring working lights and sounds and opening the case turns on the lights and sounds and the music from Anamaguchi wherever the fuck I heard <laughs> to say that as well as the revealing of pop-up scenes of sex bomb um sex bob um <laughs> <laughs> it also includes a bonus sex bob um guitar pick an enamel pin and a full-size wooden drumsticks with game art on them all yes, sorts of stuff. If I you're a fan, so. then you'd probably be pretty excited about that, but I I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> you know. know. You guys, I don't know. I, I watched I, the movie a few years ago. I remember the last time I watched that movie. Fuck, it's been forever, dude. Didn't it come out like 2011 Something or like 10? that. It's, it's an older movie now for sure. Yeah. So, uh, 2008? What the fuck did that movie come out? <laughs> um, 2010. Yeah. So yeah, definitely an older movie. It's so I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't guess. think this is. I don't think this is a new video game because why would you make a video game of a movie that's ten years old now? Well, it's definitely a remaster. I think. Yeah. Anyways, Mayo, what do you have for community questions, Mayo? Right okay. now, we would go. We would usually go to Gunny's console corner, but Gunny is not here, and I don't know. Yeah, we uh we give Gunny the boot. You know, we we said last week, you know, that he's fifty. That he, he was off the show. Yeah, uh, contract expired. <laughs> yeah, we're we're Gunny. we're in negotiations right now. We got we got to figure out if we can afford to pay Gunny or not. We got pulled into HR for those alien comments from last week. 
Yeah. 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 Missing Gunny, unfortunately. You know, he, uh, yeah, he is feeling under the weather right now, so he couldn't make it tonight. But, uh, yeah, so we'll go straight to community questions, Jesus. And uh, right off the rip, we got, we got, we got Imes over there, Sean Imes Fuller. He says, uh, if you visited another country where they eat animals and they, and we typically don't, like cats and dogs, would you try them in a dish? Man, that's a tough one. That really is. I don't know if I would want to eat dog. Like if it was cat or dog, it would probably be a no. But like, like I've been not even another country, but you know, I've tried other things before. I remember going to Florida and I tried gator. You know, like they'd served gator down there. I'm like, oh, we'll try this. You know, I've never had gator. Would eat something if it doesn't look like what I'm eating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I'm sure. I'm sure the cat or dog doesn't look like a cat or dog anymore. Well, so. no, but, but I've seen like people like like there was this this company in L. A. or whatever that they would like make like gator barbecue and like. They legit had like a fucking alligator on the fucking barbecue grill. Like cooking. it's like the the body it was like, across the table. Yeah, and you're like cutting that's, the back what it, of it. that's literally what it was. It was the body of a fucking alligator on the fucking big ass grill cooking. And I'm like, like I couldn't look at that and be like, that looks appetizing to me. I'm gonna eat that. No, like that. there's. No, like, like if they like showed me them cooking the cat, and there's a cat body <laughs> being fucking cooked, I could not eat it. Like, there's no way. I, I don't know. Even if it was like a horse or a cow or something, I couldn't look at that and be like, "Oh, that looks good. I'm gonna eat that." Or a pig. Like any animal, really, any fucking animal. I couldn't look at it being cooked. It looks like the animal, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna eat that." Maybe except for chicken. Chicken is just chicken, but. I don't know, man. I've seen a pig on a spit before, and that thing looks pretty tasty when it's spinning around there. No, man. Like, that's... Oh, no. That's just... <laughs> I'm that guy. I like my food. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I would... Uh, I'd be, I would eat anything that's not a domestic animal. Anything we don't keep as a pet. I would try it. But, would, you know, you like, eat a, would you eat turtle? Yeah. I would eat turtle. Actually. Um, I've eaten gator. I've eaten ostrich. Mm. Um... I was a chef for years, so that was part of my job was trying different foods. So I know the texture and the feel of it. You know, there's people that keep gators as pets. Yeah. So it's, I guess it's more going to come down to what I consider a pet. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, like people keep rabbits as pets and people eat rabbits. True. No, that's true. And I've eaten rabbit before. So I don't know. I guess my, my you, you, you debunked me, Jesus. Yeah. So what's up now, motherfucker, well, I you? I wouldn't eat a cat or a dog. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you wouldn't eat a cat or a dog? I don't know. I may try a dog. Like, okay, what if it was like... Like barbecued or something i don't know <laughs> if, we're, if we're talking end times apocalypse end of the world and i'm starving then maybe yeah but i'm not gonna go actively seeking dog to eat even if i was in another country would you eat monkey yeah probably oh. i'd try it i'd try oh. it you try monkey if... before dog or cat <laughs> probably because i have a dog <laughs> probably because i have a dog i don't want to eat dog <laughs> Do you try monkey mail? Will you eat a monkey? No, I don't think I would. That would be too much, huh? That'd be mm-hmm. too much. Indiana yeah. Jones eating the monkey brains, you know? 
Uh, what about uh, what about uh, hmm, what else would you? What else can we think? What other animals we could think of? <laughs> kangaroo animals. down in Australia. <laughs> I, I I might try kangaroo. I might try kangaroo. Would you try? I would try kangaroo. Yeah, kangaroo. I'd try. Would you eat snake? <sighs> That's a tough one. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Okay. Would you eat bats? Would you eat a bat? No, no, bat, no, no. bats. No. <laughs> Just Don't after COVID. After COVID. <laughs> That's the big no. Right after COVID. <laughs> so you wouldn't eat bat, huh? No, no, ro- no rodents, eat... really. I mean, yeah, no rodents. I wouldn't but, eat a rat either. You wouldn't eat a rat? No, I don't. Like be a rat, really, like a nice, really hard a nice up. rat. Right, nice rat on a stick or something like yeah, deep like fried. Apocalypse, you know, apocalypse times. Maybe. Come on, mayo, nice rat taco, like deep fried rat. Demolition man, dude. There's still cows. I'll, I'll eat cow. <laughs> right, there's like deep fried rat with like the kernel special blend of herbs and spices on it. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. Mayo? No. All right, mayo. Would you eat chicken feet? I want to eat chicken feet. Chicken feet? Yeah. No. Would you eat chicken feet, Leahy? I don't think so. It'd be too crunchy. What about chicken hearts? Would you guys eat chicken no. hearts? No. I, I tend to I, stay away from things that are hearts. You know, you read about, you hear about a heart or like the liver. You know, it, it's a different when you start hearing about like, oh, this, here's the liver of this animal or whatever. And tried chicken hearts before. Like, like my, my ex father in law, he was like frying them or something on a pan, sauteing them or some shit. And he was like, try one. And I'm like, what is this? And I knew that it was something weird because I've never seen something that looked like it, right? It looked like little, like weird, like little, like, like little, like heart, like little balls or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Testicles? What the fuck are you eating right now? <laughs> and he gave me one, and I tried it, and it was really hard. Like the heart of a chicken is really hard to chew into. Like it's like, it's like hard. Like like it's like like super. Like it's probably like the toughest fucking meat I've ever had. I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> I fucking spit it out so quick. I was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm not fucking eating this shit." Right, would you eat eyeballs? Like, like eyeballs of like no, any animal? No, 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 no. no I what mean, about, I would eat, like hmm. the standard meat of on an animal, maybe. But uh, would you eat? Would you eat a tongue of an animal, like no. the cow tongue? No. Um, I've had cow tongue before. I've had cow tongue tacos are pretty good. They're pretty good, Mayo. You need to expand your horizons here, Mayo. <laughs> We're learning a lot about mayo tonight, guys. Mayo, we need to expand your horizons. You need to have some tacos de lengua. They're pretty fucking bomb. Just saying. One day you know? I want to try those crawfish. That's one thing I do want to try. Uh, dude, crawfish, you know where they find those things? Like, no, like I don't rivers? know anything about crawfish, really. They're like, in, in Oregon, we have them, and they're like yeah, in like rivers. They're like fake-ass lobsters that like right. in like river, like dirty-ass fucking ponds and rivers. Reservoirs <laughs> and dirty rivers. Yeah, and... they're like, I don't want crawfish. They're like a hobo-ass lobsters with their own. <laughs> take like that's why every time you see it on TV, it's like this dirty-ass shack. Yeah, I think it's dirty to make a, make a bite, you know? Big bucket, metal bucket, they're spinning their shells into <laughs> dirty ass, like hobo ass. They're pretty much hobo lobsters, is what they yeah, are. Yeah, I was gonna really say, like, it's like a lobster. I mean, like, yeah, like a like a little lobster, yeah. but it's so I'm crawfish. better off just going to Nova Scotia and getting lobster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you guys eat any bugs, like a fried spider or like grasshoppers? Uh, uh, yeah, actually, I've eaten cricket flowers. Fried crickets and stuff like I that. I see. I think I've had something like chocolate covered or something like that before. I can't remember what, but chocolate covered ants. 
It's disgusting. You would have ants? How dare you? That's good protein, man. Oh, God, I'm <laughs> sick. Honestly, the cricket flour, when you bake, when you cook with it and you bake with it, you don't even notice. What is it? What's cricket flour? You like grind it's, crickets? Yeah, it's crickets that have been ground down into a fine flour and then oh. you just use it to replace <laughs> flour. It's what actually, the hell are you doing over there? You, you sound like some serial killer. My wife's happy, dude. <laughs> would you guys eat fried spiders? Like, would you deep fry like uh, a tarantula no, or something no. and eat it? No. Come on, deep fried like, like nice crunchy. Would what, you? What would be the point? I mean, no. what, are you going to eat like a snack, like popcorn, or what? You get yeah, a whole bag you, full yeah, of fried spiders. Listen, you know, okay, listen. You put you put the spider on a stick, like the rat on a stick, and you deep fry it. Wait, what kind of spider are you putting on a stick? A fucking tarantula, bro. Okay, the okay, big that's ones. A little not a little baby spider. I'm talking like a big tarantula or something, dude. Like, Wait, there on. you go. Maybe maybe a banana spider would taste like bananas, Jesus. You can have, you, you could try one and let me know. <laughs> would you, you guys... eat frog? No. Frogs? Yes. Yeah, frogs considered like a delicacy. Well, right? I've had frog legs before. I mean. Oh. Oh. But you wouldn't <laughs> eat chicken legs? You have frog legs? Yeah, I mean, I think a chicken leg just being different. Like, when well, you said what feet, you right? Mean different. I mean, frogs chicken leg is, is regular <laughs> fried chicken leg. I mean, but I, when you said chicken, I thought you meant like the feet area. Like, yeah, like the little feet, the little claws. Yeah. Well, frog legs are a little different. A little more okay. meat on the frog. Yeah. Leg. They got, it's like, that's like counting the thigh and all that kind of stuff. Like, you're getting the. I'm just saying, you. You're eating some weird shit, man. I'm starting to question this friendship. <laughs> you you've ate frog legs before, lady? Mm-hmm. Uh me, yep. Also eaten snails before. Oh. So I guess on the insecting, well, escargot is snails and Are you guys like like a, like a caviar kind of people? Like do you guys have a red Caviar. I've tried it. I don't like it. It's way too salty. Yeah, I don't like it either. I would never try that. It sounds disgusting. Very salty. Very salty. Oh. (laughs) Jesus looks just disgusted. Okay, would you guys eat a guinea pig? No. No. Well, but you guys would eat fucking frog legs and snails. Maybe (laughs) if it, you know, it's just maybe. Guinea pig stew. Hi, right, Mel. What if we like? Okay, how how do you want your guinea pig prepared, Mel? Are we gonna we're we gonna put it in a oh. stew? Are we gonna make it a soup? It's gonna be fried. Are we, oh, we're gonna fry the guinea pig. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, obviously, it's gonna be the meat, not the not the shape of the animal, like you were saying. You know, I can't have the the pig on a stick. You know, the guinea pig on a yeah. stick. That might be a little different. But if it was just the meat <laughs> cut up on a plate, eh, maybe. Ugh. I remember when yeah. uh, we gave our kids rabbits the first time without telling them, you know. And, you're like, and you're like, hey, that was the pet that we had in the backyard. We, we've, had, we've, had a, you know, we've had pet rabbits, you know, but we never killed any of ours. But actually growing up, I had a friend, this one girl I knew, and she, her dad had pet rabbits. And they had like hundreds of them, and they, they would kill them and eat them. Oh, man. You know, and That's she would terrible. just, she would talk about that, you know. She's like, oh, not that one, you know, but... You know, she's like my That's dad. Sad. My dad killed my favorite one. You know, <laughs> we're having him for dinner tomorrow. Hundreds of rabbits. We have to kill the favorite. <laughs> oh, which one do you like the most? I'm teach you a lesson, <laughs> right? <laughs> he kills. Oh yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know if I would eat that guinea pig. All right, if you guys, 
All right, last one here. I got a, got a question for you. Last one. Or last two, actually. How about possums? No. Uh, dirty dirty animals. animals. What do you mean dirty? You're eating frog legs and shit. Come on. I mean, they're not like a... That's a rodent. I mean... What do you mean? A fucking frog is like a water rodent. <laughs> it jumps around eating bugs in the water. It's <laughs> more of the reptile. Water, water right. Yeah, it's more of a reptile or... Oh, I guess... It's a I don't water know. rodent. Motherfucker. <laughs> no, like you said, a crawfish or a crawdad or something like that is more of a water rodent. Hobo, I don't know. When I think of possum, I think of hobos. <laughs> I don't know why. What, what about what about raccoon? No, again, I mean, no. Yeah, see, like, I wouldn't touch that one because it's like disease carrying. Yeah, I think rodents carry more diseases than other animals. Really. If, I, if I would eat a raccoon or a possum, I might as well just eat a bat. I mean, at that point, I mean it. <laughs> Make you a nice platter, all three. <laughs> right. Mm. How about an elephant? Would you guys eat elephant? Probably. Probably feel feel pretty bad about it, but I would try it. Yeah, I think I would try elephant. I Probably would try elephant. Good. I would try elephant, and I think I would try zebra and shit too. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too bad, you know. I think the is it is it wrong to say that probably the bigger the animal, the easier that it is, besides monkeys. Would you eat a lion? Yeah, oh. I, I would eat a lion. Yeah, probably. King of the freaking jungle. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't actually maybe pretty good actually. You Hippo, even you know like lion t bone. Oh yeah, you might get some good meat out of a hippo. Like I wonder if it would taste. Would it taste like seafoody, or would it taste like normal meat, like ground meat? Probably closer to beef, I would think. And what is? <laughs> what does lion taste like? You know what does lion taste? What do they? They eat other meat. Wonder how they would taste like meat, beef. Hmm. What would they taste like? You know hmm. what I mean? Right. So I bet that changes what they taste like. Whatever the fuck they eat. Probably. You know. I don't know. I don't know these things. I don't know. <laughs> well, it must. Anyways. That's why they advertise all this, you know, cage-free yeah, GMO, eggs. And yeah, GMO-free shed and these, free range. These chickens, they were free-running. They, they eat grass all their life, so instead of, you know, feed. So these, these, these eggs are twice as expensive now. Uh, anyways... <laughs> All right, we'll keep on going here. So, Brian Tulip Jr. asks, who wins in a fight, Samurai Jesus or Pathfinder Jesus? All right, this is kind of, like, not fair, okay? Like, like one is a fucking space, fucking, like, space ranger, and one is a fucking samurai, bro, okay? Tell me this, who wins in a fight, fucking... Master Chief or a Samurai? Like, it's pretty much what you're asking me right now. Like, well, well, but last course. week, but last week you were like, I will kill you before you shoot somebody. Remember, you were like, all you're going to see is me putting my sword away. It's true. It's true. Samurai Jesus is very skilled in the art of the Samurai. He's very talented. But, you know, Pathfinder Jesus was very, you know. Crack shot. Yeah, he was fucking, you know, he was a top-notch fucking guy. You know, that's the guy you wanted on your squad if you went out. If you're out in space, if you ever find yourself in space, ladies and gentlemen, which 
uh, maybe one of you is going to find yourself in space. Uh, the chances of one of our listeners becoming an astronaut is very slim, but you never know. <laughs> if you ever find yourself in space, you want to be out there with Pathfinder Jesus, okay? Because he knows his shit, all right? He's killed all the cats. He fucked them all up. He killed a big worm in that one planet. He fucked that thing up. But he did have a fucking crew with him, Mayo. You know, mm-hmm. he always had two people with him usually. So he needs help. So I don't know. This is a tough one. So the samurai's going to have to not just kill Pathfinder. He's going to have to kill all the other two people too, probably. I'm thinking Pathfinder Jesus wins this one. I'm thinking that's that's, that's going to happen. Sorry, Samurai Jesus. <laughs> Pathfinder <laughs> Jesus wins. <laughs> that was short-lived. Only a week. No, but hey, man, hey. You know, it's just, this is a what-if scenario. Like, if I was in Japan and there was a lot of Mongolians invading, I'd want Samurai Jesus with me. I just... If you ever find yourself in Japan, listener, and, and you're in the island of Tsushima, and you are about to get invaded by a bunch of Mongols on their boats, you want Samurai Jesus with you, okay? That's who you want right there by your side, because that motherfucker's going to save your life. That's why Nippon was wanting to play with you, right? He was but if you're in space, Tsushima with yeah. You? <laughs> Yeah, but if you're in space, you obviously want Pathfinder Jesus. You don't want Samurai Jesus in space. His fucking sword will float away or something, you know? Like, it's just not not possible. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying, man. You got to have different Jesuses for different situations. Okay? That's how this works. I got it. I got you. Jesus walks in a lot of shoes, man. Yes. different Different shoes. <laughs> Brian Brian also has another question, Jesus. And, uh, Brian asked, he says, would you be upset? He said he was sleeping and his wife woke him up to ask him for some help to beat uh, Super Mario Brother Deluxe. He goes, I had only slept for f- four hours. And now she, you know, now that she did beat it with her help and his help and knowledge, would you be upset if you had a wife that woke you up on four hours of sleep? To help beat a video game. Depends on what I had to do the next day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, like, and also what time of day this was. Like, if he, if he got woken up like at nine a.m. or something, then that's fine. But I mean, if you're getting woken up like at one in the morning <laughs> and being asked to help somebody in a video game, that's kind of like something else. That's like, what the fuck are you doing right now? What? This is one in the morning right now. What are you doing right now? Asking me for help. Like that's something different. You know what I mean? So it's it's a lot of different factors here that would. But yeah, I mean, it all depends on how you're being woke up too. I guess. Yeah. You know, she could be jumping up. Are you being like shaken? Are you being shaken to get woken up? Are you being slapped in the face? Are you getting water dumped on you? Is it like a loud alarm going off? (laughs) What's going on here? Is the fire alarm going off? What's happening? You know. What's happening? You're right, Mayo. Yeah. I mean, she could be standing there in lingerie, you know, and waking you up. And she'd be like, hey, beat this level for me. You get a special prize. Oh, no, right? So it's like, who knows? Yeah. So it just depends on the situation. I agree. I would, uh. I would have to myself just suck it up because I'm the one that got my girl, my wife into playing video games. So that would be my own fault. 
Mm-hmm. Man, that can that can be a chore sometimes just to get you know your wife into games if they're not into games. So I know a lot of people will ask it from the community, you know, what's a good game for my wife to get into because they want their wives to play games with them. So mm-hmm. I would rather have a wife that plays video games and lets me play my games in peace than someone who's upset that I'm playing video games all day. This Jesus, this next question. That's, that's also maybe. maybe. But you may also have a wife that plays more video games than you, and then she gives you no attention. <laughs> That's true to you. That dun, dun, dun. Mm. What's going on, man? What okay, I'm confused. This next question is from. It must be a different person from our Patreon. This guy is Bill C. Gardner the second. I don't, I don't know who well, this it's not, guy is. It's not the biggest D. It's not, not Bill. The no, this is this is Bill C. Gardner the second. I'm I'm not sure. Oh, who the hell is this hobo? This guy. This guy's on oh, Facebook. Fake, I'm not sure. Fake guy. Oh, fake. Yeah, probably yeah. fake profile. This, fake this, this might be a fake profile, like he said. Um, he just he just oh. says Samurai Jesus is a little sus. So no. he, he, he he's been playing some Among Us. He thinks you're a Ronin. Oh shit. Oh my god. This is not good. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that uh input there, uh Bill C. Bill C. Gardner. Whatever the hell his name is. Whoever this guy is. Yeah. yeah. And any more questions? One more. We got one more from the Discord, Jesus, and that's from Brandon Among Us. And he, you know, he is he's over there pretty active on the Discord all the time too. He wants to know, do NPCs know that they are NPCs? Oh, that's a good question. Isn't that a movie? Isn't there a movie coming out with... Uh... Oh, the NPC Man, right? Yeah. It's like a movie? NPC Man. That's, uh, that's a movie coming out soon. I can't remember who it was. He didn't realize he was an NPC? Yeah. NPC Man. I don't think that's a name, but like it's something like that. Uh, it's a mini series. There's a mini series called NPC Man. I think it was a movie with a big. No, actor. no, no. It's, it's called it's called Free Guys, an upcoming American science fiction action comedy film directed by Sean Levi, from a screenplay by Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn. It says here, it stars Ryan Reynolds, Jody. Cora, Ryan Reynolds. That's who it was. Joe Carey and Lil Ray Howery. Says here, in the open world video game Free City, Guy, who is Ryan Reynolds, is a non-player character working as a bank teller thanks to a program developed by programmers, and then he becomes fully aware of being in this video game. Where's that? Sounds kind of interesting. I'd watch it. What was it called again? It's called Free Guy. It's in theaters December 11th. I don't know if that was December 11, 2020. <laughs> Does theater December. still exist? <laughs> yeah, we no. the theater the theater by me here they they're still open and you can rent a whole entire theater now for ninety nine dollars and you can have a private party. Wow, so cheap. Yeah. Wow. Like that's like wow. Like just have your own theater just for a hundred bucks. Like why not? Get paid on Friday. Go kick back. Watch a movie. <laughs> Yeah, let's put on the movie. I'm ready to watch it now. Just fucking chill. Like, and I'll hold the air by yourself. Yeah, it's called Free Guy, and it releases December. Or oh, such a release date, May 21st, 2021, in the U.S. Oh, so it must have been a December 11th release date, and they pushed it back to May. 
Makes sense. Yeah, since your, since your free guy initially was scheduled to be a theatrical release in the U.S. on July 3rd, 2020, but then was delayed because of the COVID pandemic. Then it was moved to December 11th, 2020. And then in November, the studio removed the film along with Death of the Nile from its upcoming release schedule until further notice. And then the next month, the film was scheduled to release in May 21st, 2021. So there must have, it was going to come out last summer, but apparently they've been delaying it. So when all this is over, we're just going to get flooded with new movies. Yeah, like tons of fucking new <laughs> shit, dude. Watch. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, but this is never going to be over. Didn't you hear that one guy from, uh, what's that company, Moderna or whatever, the CEO? He said that, that COVID-19 is pretty much an endemic disease now, meaning that it's never going to go away. It's just going to be a new variant of it every year. So it's pretty much like the flu, he said. It's mm-hmm. going to be like a, you have to get a shot every single year, no matter what. Like It's just going to be a thing that happens. Probably. So... Here's to another year of wearing face masks and everything being locked down. Well, you can get your HDP yeah. face mask now. Then might as well. Might as right. well, because this is another fucking year of face masks. Buy the three-pack. Save, save some money and buy the three-pack. I, I actually yeah. own one myself. Um, I don't have it in here with me, but I do have an HDP face mask. There you go. Might as well have all the face masks. You have one for each day of the week and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> different yeah. one for Sounds each like they're going to be least. wearing them for the next few years at least. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, because they, they already said, like, yeah, it's, it's like an endemic disease. Like, Did you see that? Spread so far that they can't control it just by vaccinating people. Did and, you see that razor mask that the razor oh, yeah, yeah, the RGB? Yeah. looks dope. <laughs> Probably and costs has, as much as your OLED. <laughs> and it has, like, a fucking voice changer and shit in it. Uh, it's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but hey, Jesus, they do work. I, I was wearing my HGP mask when I went and bought my TV, and the salesman asked me what I, what my mask said. You know, I read it to him, and he was like, "Horrible Gamers Podcast." And I'm like, "Yeah," I said, "You know, they're talking about the show," and I talked to him for about 15 minutes about it. You know, and he's like, "I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to check that out." So, yeah, advertisement, free advertising. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This uh, the razor mask it's called the world's smartest mask it's uh it's, it's available you can buy it i think or pre-order it or something yeah i don't think they released a price yet though still pretty cool so uh it has a transparent design and a low light mode which is great for social interactions by letting the mask wearer's face be seen another benefit of the see-through design is that it makes it easier to communicate with someone who relies on lip reading for day-to-day interaction it says here that the one feature that is that is interesting in this is that it has a built-in voice app to alleviate the issue of your voice being muffled yeah, so there you go. There you go people. I mean, I, I bet you we'll see more and more mask innovations in the next oh, few years or stuff. Haven't like you that. seen uh haven't you seen that big one that looks like that movie? Uh what's that movie with the aliens? <laughs> I fucking forget what it's called, but like it's literally like a fucking like a tube thing that you put over your body, like a Oh, it's like, like your shoulder. own biome? Yeah, and it has like a fucking, like a whole, like, like it's like probably two feet tall fucking like glass in front of you. It's like, it's like you're in a fucking suit, dude, like a space suit or some shit. It's like, it has like lights in it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it costs like 200 bucks or something, but it's like some fucking like, some like special fucking 
you know, like biome type thing that you put over <laughs> your fucking body. <laughs> I think it's, you know, like a backpack version of that, kind of. Yeah. There's also another one that has like a, it looks like a, almost like a motorcycle helmet, but like, think of like a, uh, think of like Pathfinder, Jesus, like that type of helmet, like, like it goes over your head and it's like glass in the front and it looks like you're like a space fucking guy or whatever and it has like lights in it and shit that light up your face and, <laughs> and all kinds of shit and that's like another hundred bucks or something like that but I'm like all these yeah. fucking different types of masks and helmets closer to Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, all these fucking helmets and masks are coming out this one that's like that too that reminded me of Blade Runner is this one that has the same thing that's like a, a glass it's like glass in front of you but like it like supposed to, it's supposed to show your emotion. So like if you smile inside the fucking mask, it shows like a smiley face and like the Oh, that'd be creepy. Yeah, like it's like it's like it's like it's like all LEDs in front of the glass and it like smiles. If you smile, like if you're moving your mouth, the mouth on the mask is moving like it's like it's fucking weird. It's like it's like you know, some like digital fucking shit or whatever. It's trippy, dude. Um but yeah, there's a bunch of different masks coming out from different mask makers. Uh it's interesting. Brave new world. <laughs> it is. Mm. But uh, yeah, man. Any more questions? Anything else? Nope. That is it. I mean, yeah. There's no new ones on Discord, so mm, we're okay. Good. Well, with that being said, give a quick shout out to our friend Gunny Chief who couldn't make it today. Thank you for not making it today, Gunny, because you're 50 years old now, and uh, yeah, we can't have you on the show anymore. <laughs> just he's kidding, probably asleep man. by now anyways being that old yeah 50 years old man you gotta take your naps and then you know put on the depends at a certain hour now it's like it's all happening so fast yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry Gunny it's, you know yeah, time to put him in a home the AARP membership was just the beginning <laughs> yeah they're coming for you to put you in a home <laughs> next week <laughs> good week he's going in. hey guys i'm podcasting from my care home <laughs> nurse judy over here maybe in the Shit. room every once in a while fuck it's funny as fuck poor gunny what well, miss gunny i miss you gunny find him on everything as gunny chief uh where can we find you where can we find you Leahy? uh mostly in the http discord under Leahy. um also just search Leahy on discord uh, Xbox is Triple X Leahy Triple X, and uh, Epic Games is the Leahy. Same as Steam would be Leahy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're gonna, hey, man, you're gonna find me, you know, on Discord is the Mayo, and then over on uh, you know the Twitter machine over there now is I'm um, just the Mayo, and on Xbox I think I'm the Mayo one, on Steam I'm the Mayo one, and that's it. Like on Origin I'm the Mayo. So maybe some Star Wars Battlefront. Find me on there as Mayo. Oh, that's it. So find me on everything as Jesus walks a lot. I'll be playing some more Star Wars Battlefront two this week. That's on the Epic Launcher. And I'll be, isn't that crossplay now? Isn't Battlefront crossplay with everything? Maybe. I don't Could know. Be. Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice on Battlefront is the store is missing. There's nowhere to spend your credits. Well, they took that off like years ago. Mm-hmm. Did they? I don't. I just being a new player, I was just wondering what the hell I got all these credits for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got rid of that shit a long time ago because, um, because microtransactions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Makes mm. sense. I think I remember something about that actually a few years ago. Such a hmm. I don't know if, if it has crossplay or not, because I'm pretty sure it asked me if I wanted a crossplay or something. Was I was I thinking of another game? I don't remember it asking. It, it, it did that. not ask me that. Hmm, well, then maybe I'm tripping. Maybe oh, it, maybe it asked you to crossplay with Steam, or I don't know. No, no, I wouldn't even do that. I mean, it would ask you to like, plug in Origin, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe who knows? But anyways, let's play Star Wars Battlefront Two. I'll be playing some more Cyberpunk and other games as well. Anyways, hopefully that Cyberpunk update comes out this week. There's supposed to be like a huge patch. I'm pretty sure this week or next week that's supposed to address a lot of issues. And then there's another patch in February, supposed that they're working on, according to their timeline. Hmm. Anyways, peace out, Brussels sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast, the Game of the Year show. It's happening. It's official. It's happening next week. That's right, next Sunday. Join us here for Game of the Year 2020. Yeah. Well, hopefully Gunny can make it, huh? Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways, we're out of here. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya. See ya.